Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, not another conspiracy podcast. Episode 10. I should have had a soundboard with some fucking drums or saying, or the beginning mm. of like a throwdown or hate breed set. You know, episode 10. Episode bloody 10, guys. We made it to double digits. Yay! All right, partner. All right, all right. Keep on. Yeah, that's it. I was waiting. Podcasting, baby. We are the limp. We are the Limp Bizkit of podcasts, so you can love us and hate us. My favourite meme at the moment is that Limp Bizkit one with the Captain Planet. It's got like heaviest riffs, greatest singer, (laughs) (laughs) politically conscious lyrics. (laughs) And and it's Captain Planet. It just says Limp Bizkit. (laughs) That's fucking brilliant. I'll put it in the Discord. Have you seen that other one that says, uh, you know, like people have live, laugh, love on their wall. Someone's put live, laugh, limp biscuit. (laughs) That's me. It's so good. (laughs) 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 How was that? Oh, that's that's fucking superb. So good. It might not even be a thing in America, Dean. I don't know if like... Oh, it is. Middle middle class what? Is it middle class or working class white women? My mother, my mother-in-law tried to. She was. She said to us while we were sat at the dinner table that oh, I was thinking of putting that on the wall. Um, my <laughs> wife and sister-in-law were just like, "Oh, live, laugh, love." No, <laughs> they, they, so they, it's a, it is a thing over here. Yeah, it's ca- <clears throat> Karen decorations. Isn't it? That's yeah. it. Kicking uh, off a Chipotle. Mm. <laughs> okay, should I do the intro again? Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want? <laughs> Yeah. 
Dean's slowly losing the will oh. to live right now. No, I'm good. I just need to be more high. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Not Another Conspiracy Podcast with Dean Sorter in Michigan. Good to see you. JJ Jackson in York. Lockdown tier two, baby. <laughs> and in, lo- in lockdown tier two, but not in my borough... <laughs> It's that's okay. It. I can go out, but I can't go into like Castle Point Borough because that's lockdown tier two. You can go out, but don't go out. Mm. You and you can go out, go out, but, out but you just can't meet anybody. So why the fuck could you even leave? Unless the house? you're going to the pub, <laughs> then you can go to the pub and meet someone. No, only in your house. Only in your household. No, so we got to build pubs. You have got to build pubs in your I'm house. Going to now. the pubs. I've already built a pub in my house at the beginning. Oh of right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's called the Cinnamons. <laughs> it's a partridge reference. Mm. And it's Saf and Steve. Ben Mills, the other <laughs> three. I don't Here know which side I'm on. One and only. How are you doing, boys? Yeah. It's been a, a while. Good. It's been a hot minute, as the kids say. Do you know what? This is the most <laughs> scheduled podcast we've done. In fact, it is exactly it, in two fact. weeks since the last one, which is. Yep. An- and we did, and we did say that people are actually paying money for this so we we better get our business og socks on oh hey segway look at that og socks um i've not got mine on at the moment look look how good they keep your bare feet clean (laughs) very very clean but yeah ogsocks.co.uk uh special offer code nac Get yourself 20% off some absolutely phenomenal socks. They physically physically feel like you're being hugged by a sock monster, but a good one. Speaking of Cottonese spirit. Speaking of monsters, (laughs) what's today's episode, JJ? Today's episode is the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren, this chick. I think that was her. She was one of the she was one of the ones that got haunted. These two, but slightly less attractive. A lot less attractive than these two. An ugly version of them two. Edward and Lorraine Warren, if you are unaware of who they are, Ben, do you have a write-up or a blurb about them available? Or Edward Warren and Rita (laughs) Lorraine... Wait, no. wait. There we go. (laughs) Clear them them, (coughs) out, Ben. Edward Warren and Lorraine Rita Warren were American paranormal investigators and authors associated with prominent cases of hauntings. Edwards was a self-taught, which we'll get to, and self-professed, which we'll get to, demonologist, which we'll get to, (laughs) author, which we'll get to, and lecturer, which he was. Uh, (laughs) And Lorraine professed to be a clairvoyant and light trance medium. Who he worked closely with her she husband was a DJ. and Scooter. Yeah, a light, a light trance medium. Does that mean someone that just listens to trance, but not the heavy stuff? Yeah, yeah, just a bit like one of them <laughs> hard house pricks sort of thing. Um, I just, yeah, I want to quickly explain Ghost. as well. If people are wondering, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh, could you imagine? Go into a rave and Ed and Lorraine Warren being the DJs, you'd off, be like, yeah. oh, fuck's sake, wouldn't you? It's just getting all the that ready. Rang well, up like three different <laughs> numbers to try and get the location. Oh, no. 
They were just standing, <laughs> standing outside the club, painting it with loads of ghosts coming out of it, trying to creep everyone out. Tell me, oh. do you know of any haunted locations around here? <laughs> I should but, probably um, keep these for tonight, actually. I'll just hold them like this. I'm Ed Warren, and I'm just I would... wondering if you'd heard of any ghosts around these parts. By cracky. I know, I just want to explain to a few people that if it might look like I'm on drugs or something, one, I am, two, I'm con- going to continue doing so, but three, I've had um, septoplasty surgery, uh, sinus okay. bloody realignment and shit, and I can barely move my face at the moment without it hurting. So these two arseholes, I don't know, I guess I'm in the middle or whatever, they're probably going to be making me laugh all episode and if you see me doing this it's because I'm trying not to laugh or pulling a really weird face in efforts not to fucking hurt my face so <laughs> I just but want to get also, that across to everybody at the minute in the efforts of this podcast we have a few people we have to thank or we would like we don't. to thank not have to thank um, and this is what drives us and wants us to be able to carry on doing the podcast even when Dean should probably be in a drug induced coma in bed so <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> if he's covering his face, it's because his nose has actually exploded and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> or he's been possessed. It's one oh, of the two. Yeah, we'll one we'll of work two. that out. I he's really- got ectoplasm <laughs> flying out of every orifice or going in every orifice. We don't. <laughs> For everyone who's listening on the podcast, Dean is Dean's nose has already exploded, and there's oh blood everywhere. <laughs> and that concludes oh today's not another good thing, the podcast. It, it, it is hard. I won't lie. It is uh, hard. Uh, yeah, that, speaking that, of possession, stop talking about your penis. I know you're excited. I was uh, driving home from a shoot in Birmingham yesterday, and I was listening to a couple of podcasts on the Warrens, oh. and I was like. At this point, like I'd made up my mind, which I'm not going to say what it was, but sure. And by that, at that point, my my driver's mirror had changed, suddenly changed position without me touching it. The boot opened, like the tailgate bit at the top opened, and a fiver had like kind of fallen out my pocket. (laughs) And I was like, oh fuck! So I had to stop at a petrol station, like reset everything. I was like, that was weird. And then I realised that I'd had the spare key in my back pocket for the car. And I'd oh, and you were sitting... Uh, I'd pop the tailgate. I'd pop the tailgate. And uh, I don't know what I'd done with the mirror. But I think when the tailgate opens, I press that button. It, like, re- it gets it ready for like, I don't know, something in my car. Lift off. Puts the mirrors yeah. in or something like that. And the, and the fiver had been almost fallen out of the car the whole time. So it wasn't a demon. It was my own mistakes and arse. Oh, maybe it was a good spirit, like a spirit that didn't want you to lose a fiver. Yeah, but then why? See, you know, all, all the other stuff was your fault. Like you're just an idiot. But the <laughs> the fi- the fiver incident, somebody might have just been like, "Gonna take I see, that fiver." I see that Ben isn't a um, culturally uh, aware of demonology. Otherwise, you would have known that that was yes. a succubus. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> right. <laughs> So every time I do these podcasts in the in the shed or the cinnamons as we call it, um, the cinnamons, I I kind of I I'm in the basically the end of the garden in pitch black, and by the end of it I get I I get pretty frightened. Like the end of the Helio one, I was pretty shit up. Like everything every time I looked out the window, like a fox little goblins like, running around. Yeah. So today I'm going to get very scared because uh, <laughs> imagine that if I come out of the recording the podcast and there's just a tin can down there. <laughs> and then you opened it up and a massive spirit flew out Ooh! <laughs> oh, hello 
And it's a Carl, Connor, Carl, Connor. Uh, yes, back to what we're going to do. Right, so we've got a new Patreon. Oh, a new patron Ooh. since the last episode, and that is a good friend of mine and Dean's from Canvey Island. He's a monster. An oh, the and wonderful bastard himself. And probably the most actually demon possessed person I've ever met. Yes, how fitting. How Sam fitting. Mott. I love him, man. Oh, Sam, you wonder. Oh, dude. Sam is oh, also wonder- doing some home engineering with. DMT. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> um, if he joined the uh, FBI, are outside of his house right now. Right, it's not the one. There he is. Oh, Sam, thank you so much, dude. Like, appreciate it, man. So much love and appreciation to you in general, dude. Miss you, mate. Miss you big time. But yeah, thank you, dude. That's and thank you to so everyone kind. else who is a patron or just a listener. We we love you all. Thank we you. Yeah. You. Apart from the ones that don't like it. Yeah, the ones who listen to <laughs> And we hate it. Yeah. We hope you get possessed. In fact, <laughs> we're going to conjure up some possessions right now. Hey. Yeah, he but, yeah. so we Ed are going to discuss Ed and Lorraine Warren. So basically, we've, we've consumed we've listened, content we've for two weeks to get this, uh, to get our take. And a bit of it. Should we tell some of the story as well as? Yeah, yeah. Should we absolutely. tell the, the general the general public who, if they've not heard of them, where they are likely to have heard of them, which is in yes. the Conjuring films and the Annabelle films. Ben probably already said that. I'm guessing. I didn't. Did you say that? No, oh, I good. I, I, I literally um, got up to the lot that she she made house music or trance music. So yeah. not only did they do all that glamorous list of things, they're also movie stars. Or mm. movie producers, or their, or their char- yeah, their characters are portrayed, yeah. uh, as people probably do know and as people may not know in the the Conjuring and also the Annabelle movies. Because uh, if I'm honest, I I'd, I'd, I'd never I'd never kind of realised that they were a real couple. Yeah, in, yeah. Like until recently, I don't know. I think one of them may have just died, or oh, they were all dead. Yeah, Lorraine did. Yeah, dead. Lorraine just recently died though, because she right, was right, dead. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> yeah, died all she, dead. she died. She died last April. Yes. At ninety-two. She didn't see I, that coming, did she? So, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> This Shot is where you find out that she probably did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read up and we'll find out. I'll get onto Wikipedia later. So I wasn't, um, as JJ said, when those movies came around, I wasn't aware that that was the couple that they were based on. But I was aware of who the Warrens were, like, prior to it. But when I, fi- I found out that I was like, oh, shit, they're the Warrens. Like, oh, mm. okay, let's see where this goes. I, I, so I'll move into, I'll, move into this immediately with conveying what i think of them i do think they're snake uh snake oil salesmen but um i feel like the hollywood uh portrayal of the both of them i really like it like them they're living their actual living history i'm a bit like you you conniving bastards but then i look at the movie version of them and i'm like Go on, go go bust all them them ghosts. Like, well, isn't that the same? That's the same with every Hollywood movie. Like, no, if you go to Poland, most of the people absolutely hate Schindler. Oh, they, really? they loved they loved him in the film. Oh, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> most people in Poland don't like him very much, as we found out. Like, oh yeah, what do you think about that Schindler lad? And they were like, what? 
and like literally yeah. shun you out of the bar. Mm-hmm. Quite funny actually, but I'd have to do a bit more research before I get too far <laughs> with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't like him very much. <laughs> From the six people JJ met in Poland, uh, they didn't like Schindler. No, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all six of them definitely didn't like them. That's half a football team. Well, that's like just over half and a bit of a football team. Mm. Mm. Yeah, enough. And th- those films, uh, yeah, they definitely are portrayed as uh, a bit more skeptical and a bit more real. Like there's a there's yes. a bit in the, yeah. in the country film where uh, Ed kind of explains how it isn't a haunting or it isn't a demon. Yes, like, which yeah. is like the, the polar opposite. opposite. Yeah, every everything is a demon. Everything is a like a yeah. poltergeist in there. It's crazy. They claim to have ten thousand cases. They've they've been get investigated over ten thousand cases. You can only find ten. Like even like, on their website, there's like on warrens.net, which is the, the worst. Li- the- that looks as so angel fire and geocities. It hurts. Oh, <laughs> so one. For, so the first thing. I found out about the cases was that they would consider a case interacting with somebody who possibly has seen a ghost. They counted that as a case. So that's, that's less than a business card size piece of paper. That's a name, that's a name and address. It's like, it's like, no, it's like identifying a COVID patient. The light when they've died, they could have had COVID, but no, they actually had a cold, but we'll call it COVID. Mm. I mean, I've I've got like my phone book on my phone's probably got like, a thousand people in and I call two of them. Right, you know, right, yeah. I've got 10,000 contacts, but, but I've only got, it, I only bring one person. So. And then that Ben brings that up in saying that they themselves say they've recorded 10,000 cases, yet we can only account for a certain amount. That's kind of like, with a few things that I'm going to be bringing into discussion later, like it's very, it's, it's really funny that that seems to be a continuation of a lot of their evidence. They claim a lot of shit, but yet don't really have actual sort of paperwork or any sort of like trail leading pictures or video, all the videos no, yeah. lost, all the, all the pictures, uh, and like the pictures are like a blob or an orb, which is just a bit of dust. <laughs> it, like it, orbs are just dust people. If you think, yeah. if you've seen an orb, you've seen dust. Oh, here we go. We oh, no, 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 no. Here comes Derek Accor is going to pipe up now. <laughs> oh, Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. <laughs> she fucking does, Derek. Uh, she Sam, loves it. Sam. Oh. Sam's telling <laughs> me orbs are, re- orbs are real. Orbs are real. They're not. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've just jumped straight to the end, a bit like the Hellier episode. We've decided what we think about it already. Well, should like, we, oh, should well, we um, well, yeah, should let's, we let, let, let's, let, let's let Ben uh, break down what he has in his notes with who they are and how they became who they are exactly. So, so. well, yeah, let's start from the beginning. Uh, Ed was ex-Navy. Uh, he left the Navy to go to art school. Because he enjoyed painting, allegedly, he loved, didn't he? He loved painting. He loved his getting his wick wet. He loved painting. It, and so he went to art school. And then uh, Lorraine, Lorraine, who he'd met when he worked at the cinema uh, a long time ago, they got married. And then they lived in a car with their daughter, their young daughter. They lived in the car. And they would drive around to people's houses. And then Ed would paint those people's houses. 
and he would paint ghosts coming out of those people's houses. <laughs> I mean, we've skipped a large portion of their life. No, that, that's, that's, that's when they kind of started doing Yeah, when, when the Dastardly duo connected. Like, they... <laughs> we don't need to like know. A, we, should, we should probably go back onto, like, let's be honest, probably, like, the... I don't know which one's Laurel and which one's Hardy because they were both a bit stupid, but Lorraine was the... Lorraine's the... Clairvoyant claimed she's, to be. She's yeah. the one who's basically getting dragged along, and he's just like, "No, come on, Lorraine, let's fucking." And she's just like, "Oh, but I'm just, I just want everything to be nice and happy." That's how I originally saw it. Like, right, I yeah, feel that everything isn't nice and happy. There are demons. He's just a happy. fucking squaddy, isn't he? He's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to go back on that shit with all them fucking blokes, man. I want to be yeah, fucking yeah. travelling round, don't Chasing I? Girls. <laughs> Chasing girls. Uh, Chasing girls. Chasing the Chasing the dragon, I mean, he, the spirits. He lived it, he 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 was brought up in a haunted house. I don't know, like, <laughs> by, <laughs> by ghosts, I assume. It wasn't a carnival haunted house, by the way. It was like... Yeah, it like the crooked house or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was brought up by ghosts in a haunted house and then and that's interesting as well yeah because when he met Lorraine she was like she self-proclaimed clairvoyant or something wouldn't she said she could see auras around people at a young age and uh was punished at a catholic school for saying that one of the nuns had a bigger aura than the mother superior which I guess in nun town is like don't speak of that you get you get blocked yeah you get yeah you get done done for stuff like that so was was lorraine really the one that was pushing that kind of uh narrative in their relationship to begin with because ed is a self-taught and self-proclaimed demonologist allegedly i feel that this comes all of this comes later in life the, the kind of the manipulation of the people Yes. So, so basically, those guys met right, and they were like, "Oh, you like this, and I like this. Let's do this together for the rest of our lives." All right. Am I right? A, Is that well? Were, yeah, because yeah, I, I I look at it in in that respect as well. That they they were living and growing up like b- before they met and during when they met in like post World War Two era. So we're just moving into a more of a modern civilized kind of like era of like human existence so there are belief systems that are totally obviously different from even like in the 70s and 80s um what we're kind of kind of close to being like knowledgeable about whereas when they grew up and as jj was saying the oh you like you like the you like demons and spirituality me too i kind of like that as what you you you're a clairvoyant well i kind of like the idea of demons like it sounded like a narrative that was something that was kind of frowned upon back then but also of interest to a lot of people because everything was still very religious and although we were kind of moving out of the 1800 religious sort of things to me, they looked like they just found a corner in a market where they were like, well, exorcisms allegedly do happen and stuff like that. And, well, yeah, and they were, both we're moving into Christians ghost stories and why don't Catholics. we actually... Yeah, let, yeah, why don't we actually be the mobile Ghostbusters sort of thing? To me, they sound like some very smart businessmen. I think that the, the smartest business was, fucking hell, we've just had a world war. There's going to be loads of dead people that we can contact. <laughs> and everyone's going to have a relative in the army. Let's go and find every single house. Like, door-to-door spirit salesman. Like, well, well, they're door-to-door haunted 
painting salesman first. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, sorry, Ben, I, I did interrupt on that. So you got I just wanted to get that Lorraine thing in there because she just kind of she kind of seemed like seems like the dithering idiot who kind of follows him everywhere in the films, yeah. I think. She's you know, she's got her shit together, but she doesn't quite know how to, you know, sell it. Yeah. Whereas in he's like, Yeah, I know what's yeah, going on, yeah. see. Yeah. He's a navy boy, and he like you said, squaddy. Yeah, mm. I think I think yeah. They, Ed wanted to do, but Ed wanted to do this. Like he wanted to be an investigator. He wanted to be a paranormal investigator. He, well, he, yeah, he read a book uh, when he was on the uh, when he was out on the ships, battleships, being a navy man. Yeah, um, in the navy, uh, he found a book about a haunted. I think it was actually Borley Rectory in. Oh, Essex. really? In Essex? Yeah. yeah he'd found out, and and we'll get onto that later because that they visited Borley Rectory about rectory about 28 times really yeah and i've got a case here that is gonna blow your mind dean Ooh. they were in south end on sea the warriors no way. south end on sea whoa yeah we've walked we've walked in the prince of legends exactly but yeah so he found a book about hauntings and haunted houses and that obviously he lived in a haunted house as a child apparently uh Man. and um so it kind of sp- sparked his interest a bit and then i think that's where he got the idea to do the investigation but i think that's where he also probably got the idea that there was money involved because oh right absolutely yeah yes i think as soon as he saw that there was books and stuff there i thought they they, well that's that's that's, that seems like where they were they're heading on every case yeah and that's to me why after listening to the their story and researching about them it just sounds like to me that they were very smart snake oil salesmen where one of them saw a gap in the market and also was dating a very uh, impressionable lady maybe it was like they had two sort of perfect balances in achieving what they've uh, well set out and and achieved basically she had the sign. Right. She sounded pretty confident that she was this person that was had a sixth sense, that was able to see auras and all sorts, whereas you've got him very confident, like you were saying, ex-squaddy. Do you know what I mean? So he's got some streetwise about him. And even the way he talks, he's very streetwise, doesn't he? Confident. You hear him in interviews. Very, very confident. Very confident, which is... I guess in in that respect, it, it, and not surprising when you're trying to pedal stuff like that yeah. in the and 50s. He was, he was like the first of his kind. Like he was one in seven, I think, demonologist at the time. Like he was one really, in seven. yeah. And I think he was probably <laughs> the first one who like. Right. I thought you meant he was one in seven children who was like they were A all demonologists. Demonologist. <laughs> <laughs> like, there that was definitely been. something going on in that house. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, with the devil, maybe he he, he kind of <laughs> make up make up the rules as he went along like yeah like there's no such thing as ghosts like that was one of the main things like there's no such thing as ghosts like they're all demons and they a lot of them are un, inhuman which they've never been human and they need to, they want to inhabit a human body right um, so and i guess leads- it was in an it was in an era as well where you can't just easily trace someone's words as you can now so again, forward thinking, someone was like, well, I can claim this and that that place doesn't exist anymore. So how the fuck are they going to find out if I'm telling the truth or not? Like, So basically they, they just traveled around, right? They were like, this is this thing where the, the drawing is like the thing that I like. I love it. I love it. it. It's so good. <laughs> you could do that, but you don't. You could but I could be, 
Well, if they shut the shop yeah. again in lockdown, I think you should start doing that as like Patreon things for people. Go around and people's houses. Uh, just like do a really nice picture. Did you, and then did just you know like that a shitty little Casper flying out? Did you know you've got a seventh layer demon uh, succubus in your dining room? <laughs> Well, well, I, I saw it. it. Yeah, I, I don't have it. a picture, but I saw well, it. I've drawn I it for My you. brain is a camera, you see. <laughs> <laughs> to the future. <laughs> That's just so funny. Just what a great, what a great, great business proposition. It was like, and uh, and Mr. Warren, is that my? Yep, painting's nearly done, and there we go. <laughs> oh, lovely. I don't <laughs> remember. Body, the thing, the thing that gets me the most. Uh, oh, like, really? Well, that's what I saw. Oh, the thing that gets me the most is like the way that like the pictures have been described. And I mean, I've seen some of them. And I'm just like, oh, I haven't. These, oh, these I people, these people who are like, like the cases, which we'll get onto. But mm. they say that like, they just there was this car outside my house for a few weeks. And then like they eventually came and knocked on the door. I've seen the pictures. There's a reason why he's living in a car. Like yeah. if it <laughs> take him, t- took him a couple of weeks to draw the paintings, the pictures that he did, that's why he's a failed artist. And that's yeah. why he's doing what he does. Like, he's like... And so Lorraine, from an artist like, yourself. Yeah. From, yeah, like, yeah. So the, Lorraine basically would... They would drive... Like, this is how I've heard it worked. They would drive past houses and then Lorraine would get like a... Like a shudder. And she'd be like, oh, oh my God. And she'd look at like the, the house and be like, there's a spirit in there. And then Ed would be like, okay, like, describe describe it to me. But Hold while she's, there, like, honey. jittering on, just like, well, he's yeah. got, like, long fingers. And he's like, no, honey, I'm drawing the door. Give me a second. That's and then, like, right. it, it cuts to, like, a week later. <laughs> and then there's just, like, this door with, like, a couple of fingers sticking out of it. Oh, so and brilliant. she's like, want me to describe the rest? No, we'll go show them now. Knock on the door. He's like, all right, mate, what do you want? He's like, there's a ghost in your house. Me and my wife have been sat outside for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we've seen like, you. We've you've seen been you. sat outside my house for two weeks and you fucking give me this. Like, what the fuck is that? Are you like, mental? That, <laughs> yeah. That's what, no, don't worry, we're not trying to sell the painting. But, like, but, I fucking hope not, mate. But let's be honest, back in that day and age, so many people were so religious and, and yeah. so impressionable that... That would work. Why wouldn't yeah. that work? Like some, well, it work, it's like it? it's like all of the um advert, uh, like the what's it, the QVC bloody shows that you get that are just b- deliberately waiting for people's uh, uh, old people's pensions to come out, to which they then put massive sales on that day. It's kind of like that. They're just like trying to lure these completely impressionable, vulnerable people in. What's yeah. that, Mum? JML. Oh, JML made that whole business yeah. on it. Someone hung themselves in my dining room. Like, what? Gonna, yeah, yeah I got a painting. Ex- I'm going to try and explain <laughs> these. Pre- the, I'm going to try and explain the paintings without using any any descriptive words about colour or. <laughs> That's going to be hard. <laughs> Imagine you've you've bought tickets online to a to an event that. You take your children to, or your your girlfriend, uh, and you pick pumpkins. <laughs> imagine imagine the sign that has been homemade by the farmer, and put on the side of the road to advertise said pumpkin farm <laughs> and picking. <laughs> That's what these drawings look like. They look like a crazy old bloke made a sign for a haunted house. And then some cunts just come and graffitied a little, like, <laughs> a little used Johnny on the side, just like flying <laughs> off. 
so I yeah. So basically, that's what they did, right? They they basically went door to door. They were they were kind of they were just like they were gypsies, weren't they? That were trying to basically. They were gypsy Jehovah's Witnesses. Niche, yeah. They were just. <laughs> yeah. they, they were like you say, at the end of the World War. People were like very vulnerable, and people were like also also a lot of people like imagine like after lockdown, someone just came and knocked on your door and they're like, hey, I've been drawing your house for the last couple of weeks. Don't know if you've noticed, but there's a ghost yeah. in your garden. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Let's let's have a chat about it. Don't like, say that. Look at it. It's like there doesn't was, matter. I've got a, it here. Yeah, there was a blitz about five years ago. So yeah, you know what I mean. And the, the house got completely demolished, so any spirit should be should yeah. be essentially crushed to death. Like, ah, 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 ah. that's ah, not, not how spirits work, you see. Yeah. They're invisible! You, you cannot see them. Except and then it's just like... And then he goes round yes. the corner, and puts his, glass, like, puts his glasses on, gets his big cigar out and goes, ah, I'm a demonologist, don't you know? See? Here's my card. <laughs> Do you mind if we come in, sir? Here, yeah, and he throws it through the door and he's like, oh, I've dropped a card, get out of the way. And then he's in the house. And that, that means that's it, you've invited him in. He's that's the first it, he's demon. Done. Yeah. That's, he's just passing it on. I think the term psychic vampire definitely comes uh, comes oh, with these guys. So, yeah, they, they basically lived in the back of a car with their daughter for a, for a fair while. I, I can't. I don't know how many years, but it was, it was a, lo- a lot of years um, before they actually started making money. And in 1952, the Warrens founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, or <laughs> NESPA. 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 The oldest ghost hunting group in New England. <laughs> or just in New England. Yeah, just how big's New England. <laughs> was that, yeah. was that <laughs> hype, man? Yeah, that was that like... Hey, do you know what? I've just, I've just set up a psychic paranormal group in York. It's the oldest one in York. <laughs> right, I've just set it up right now. I, it probably I, isn't, though, is it? That's the scariest it's not in thing. York. How, did, yeah. how yeah. did they get away with setting up something? What was it called? The, the National? No, the New England Society for Psychic Research. You just say, Dean, like, tomorrow I could start a uh, limited company called Psycho- Psychic Research in and around Southend-on-Sea. And it's, that's it. Yeah, it's done. Well, it's like, it's funny as it, it's funny it? as well that when, when it comes to like psychic uh, stuff and stuff like that. When were the MK Ultra, yeah, When were the MK Ultra uh, shit like going on? Was that the seventies? It was the seventies. Yeah. So it's kind of no surprise as well that kind of like they were accepted the 60s. as. Like, or they they managed to make a name for themselves with all of this sort of shit. Because if that sort of stuff was going on, even at the government line of standard of things, there must have been a general populace that had a belief in spirituality and psychics yeah. and mediums. Yes, yeah. you know, that's so that's been going on for for years and years. Oh well, yeah, like with the witch trials and you know, there's it's all different beliefs and all different things like that so it's, I it's don't think probably it's been in the background of people's minds but yeah no was yeah using it to make money and it's and that's fighting a war yeah and that's why that's in my opinion how they rose to fame and became as big as they were was because they saw this niche they saw this hole in the market clearly ed knows how to sell he comes across as that sort of guy you've got lorraine very confident that she's been seeing this stuff since she was seven or eight they have an absolute landscape 
of impressionable people to try their luck with, it's yeah. no surprise they became what they were. So, so before we jump into the cases, I hmm. think we need to. I think we. I know we usually do this at the end, but I think we need to like break this down into sections. Personally, yes. yes. So before we jump into the cases, we. I think we need to discuss where our beliefs are. On the on the actual concept, the paranormal concept. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've already, you know, Dean, you've already said you you're not a fan of those guys. You know, they're snake oil salesmen, so yes. that would be the belief that they were just selling old rope. Like, well, not even yeah. old rope, just no rope. They're like, yeah, yeah. I've got a barrel of rope, but there's no so rope. Selling sand to an no Arab rope. It's invisible rope. And, yeah. That famous saying, I'm just selling a barrel of rope, you know, the, the ancient <laughs> the ancient Greek proverb by Socrates. Is he selling a barrel of rope? Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so New where barrel you... of rope t-shirt, coming soon. <laughs> I, <laughs> when it comes to the paranormal and stuff like that, I, I do believe that there is, when you die, something does happen. Um, I don't think it needs to be religious um, or religiously uh, understood. I don't think it needs religion around it for there to be spirits, ghosts or an afterlife or the paranormal side of things. I just feel like there's the, the life is too weird in itself for like a soul not to exist, even without the idea of gods and religions. So take, take the religious aspect, I think. And I think sure. this is... I think this is what everyone should do with this case, this story. I think everyone should try and take the religious aspect out of it and right. try and I, see, I agree. even though the terminology refers to things that we've been taught by religion, I find that people should take the religious aspect out of it because I think we're all on the same page with religion, us three. I'm not sure yes. about our listeners, but I think we're all kind of agnostic or atheist. Yeah, yeah, true. Ag ag yeah as the bouncing soul says, we are true believers. Um, <laughs> I mean, I totally believe in God. Much. God, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. So you right, would? But... Do you believe there is something? I don't know. I, still, <laughs> I, I thought we were in assimilation. I just I mean, well, <laughs> a scientist just came out this week. Like a big scientist came out this week and said there's 50% chance we're in a simulation. Yes, I But he also that, said if the percentage that we are in the simulation, the 50%, he says there's a 100% chance we wouldn't know about it. So I'm like, yeah. so we're 100% in the simulation then, aren't we, really? Yeah, because guess, I, if we knew about it, we'd, we yeah. wouldn't know we were in it. So It's just a paradox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, uh, I believe some things. Uh, religious, Religion-wise, no. I just think believe what you think i think all religions I, are a bit bullshit same. really yeah yeah i um I, I feel the concept the concept of religion came from somewhere and i believe that a lot of the things that they say in religion is just yeah and i don't i don't believe i just believe over years it's become more and more and more corrupt and one of the things that we spoke about like i'm gonna get there now because we were saying that the idea that people use spirituality to sell Christianity or sell religion is, is that for me is the biggest selling thing. So, yes. and, you know, you say they're snake oil salesmen. Yes, they made a lot of money out of it, but it's similar to the Bob Lazar thing. Mm -hmm. I feel that they're trying to push something 
But yep. why not take? Why not skim a couple of pounds off the old? Uh, I understand. Uh, off, yeah, off the old pups uh, stockpile. Or yeah, whoever, yeah, whatever religion. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I feel that we're all on the same page with that. Yeah. So if we take that element of, you know, they were very religious. They were maybe they hadn't, but they weren't. I don't feel that they were henchmen of the of the Roman of Catholic the Church. Church. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, believe that the, the Roman Catholic Church were probably the same as Bob Bob Lazar is to whoever they're probably just like let them do it you know let them do it whatever you know no one will ever fucking yeah i think that's a very good point jj i feel that if we take that out of it we can kind of look at it as more an analytical because i think we're all under the belief that everyone has different beliefs and it they're not the main important part of this it's sure sure how they kind of i think they use they use that um religion and the catholic church to their own to help them you know, with validating their their speciality, their yeah, validating yeah. themselves rather than actually being devout Catholics. I think they 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 saw the Catholic Church as a way of legitimizing what they were doing, a shoulder to lean on, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also, I think, we've probably got to point out as well that around this, well, not around this time, but it was like all these issues that we're going to discuss in terms of like possessions and stuff like that was, could still have been seen as mental health issues or, yep. or uh, like physical issues. Um, my Nothing that um, a lobotomy couldn't fix. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Which they were still doing until uh, so yeah. <laughs> you kids came along and spoiled it all. Um, <laughs> but my, um, my friend Tasha was talking to me. She'd just gone to see a film called St. Maud. Okay. Uh, it's a new new horror film. It's like sold as a horror, but it's a bit like the whole Joker thing. It's like an outside right. look at mental health and how we, it's right. been completely misconstrued. Because yeah. we, I was talking to them earlier on about like just before we get into this, like how people used to just shut it off, didn't they? It's like, oh, you know, he's got mental. No, they didn't used to go. Oh, he's got mental health problems. It's fine. They'd be like, he's possessed. Kill him and like literally crush him <laughs> with rocks. Yeah, and. I read he, some things about. Yeah, does he float? No, does he drown? He's a witch. <laughs> He's dead. Um, but I read this thing about how, um, which does tie into the religious part of it a little bit. But I was reading this thing about how in this village there was a woman who was like kept getting pregnant, and she kept telling her husband that it was the devil. And <laughs> it's a really sad story because. I don't know if it is a proverb because it felt like a really old, and I can't remember it for the life of me, but it felt like a really old kind of moral story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the guy kept believing her. Like, you know, she was like, not interested in him, obviously banging everyone in the village. And they're all yeah, just yeah. like, and she's like, no, it's another demon. But instead of turning on her, like, you know, absolute sex fiend, he believed there were like demons, but because he was such a nice guy, he was letting, you know, he was like, because he knew if anyone found out about it, the it baby was... would be born and he would fucking get murdered and yeah, she yeah, would get murdered. So he was yeah. like, just like sending them off to like, I don't know, orphanages and stuff. Whereas in like, <laughs> yeah, which is dark, but then you look at the story of like Jesus and whatnot and, and you're like, oh, uh, it's not yeah. a devil. It's no, the it's... biggest angel ever. <laughs> you know, someone just went on the head and been like, oh, well, everyone's talking about demon possession. Maybe there could be a angel an possession. Angel. Oh. Um, but yeah, I just thought, I thought it was like interesting that, you know, Inter- up, and that was only, 
up into like the late 1800s that people were still doing that kind of shit. So it's like, right. and probably yeah. early 1900s. So it's not, yeah. it's, it's like not 30, that far away. Years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, but yeah, I think that would, would be a good, good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. I, Sorry I, to bring the moment down. I'd, <laughs> I'd say that before we get into these cases as well, that actually while listening, by listening to different accounts and different people talking about these cases and reading the cases, actually think that the Warrens have made me believe in ghosts and demons and spirits less. Like they've actually made me think, oh, well. Really? Actually, yeah, the, the whole thing's kind of like gone. And it, yeah, it, yeah, funny. Like it, it, because it, the, the tropes, they kind of invented the tropes of this ghost hunting kind of thing. Oh, it's all cold spot. Oh, oh, I feel warm. Yeah. And and uh, how I've wet myself. And it's all very, <laughs> all very personal, like feelings. Like there's no, never any testing. There's never any measurement. There's never like thermometers, electromagnetic fields, yeah, and yeah, none of this stuff in any of their cases. There's not. Oh, there's no real evidence. Even, Solid. Yeah. It's just. Like it's just a case of them walking into a room and going, "Cool, blimey, yeah." yeah. But yep, it's lots of demons. Of, Next, even if there's more than one person, you need a radiator. It's only personal accounts. Like there's so, and the more you think about it, the more you realise actually, if you look into more of these kind of ghost hunting things and ghost evidence, it's it's all just in the, up here. It's all in the brain. Yeah, it's I understand all, where you're coming from. How you you're perceiving it yourself? Yes. We're getting a bit. We're getting very deep into this, right? Because yeah, this is where my argument comes in against what you've just said, Ben. Because we were talking last week about people willing things. Like the concept that you know, like mob mentality. Again. So stuff. this is, yeah, yeah. I, I think we should talk different. about it when we get onto the certain yeah. things that they were doing, because yeah. like again, the like the mechanical measurements and stuff weren't as good as they are now, mm. and ghost hunting evidence has seemed to have dropped off a little bit. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's not yeah. there. <laughs> but <laughs> is it the fact that the tools might not be what exactly what they're because this is the thing about Lorraine. She's the she's the tool, isn't she? <laughs> like they're both tools, but she's yeah. the tool. <laughs> um so this is uh, like this is where I got completely lost on chronology. Yeah, like so I, I I don't know what cares we'll do, we'll, we'll do it in alphabetical order then instead. Sure. Yeah, alphabetical. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, it's, it's, <laughs> is it because it's, it's on Wikipedia and Alphabetical? <laughs> no, and I do actually think that Annabelle was the first one, but chronologically, okay. I think it's seven, 1970 is the first one, which is Annabelle. It's the first recorded case. Even okay. though oh, okay. they've got 10,000, they've been going since 1952. The first actual case that they like are famous for is the Annabelle case. And if anyone's heard of Annabelle, you might have seen the film with the really fucking scary looking doll, uh, which is, again, nothing like the real life <laughs> Annabelle. It's <laughs> a cabbage patch doll, let's be honest. It's, yeah, it's a, a it, raggedy yeah. Ann. Yeah, which is, it's, it's hairs made of yarn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got a yarn barrel, if anybody wants any yarn. Next <laughs> to my rope barrel. Uh, the story is uh, two roommates, two student nurses, uh, uh, they lived together, and one of them, I can't remember which one's mother, brought her an antique Raggedy Ann doll. And uh, over the course of owning this doll, the doll starts moving of its own accord. Uh, 
very lightly, very like small movements at first, but eventually bigger movements. Leave it on the bed. It's on the sofa. It's on the sofa with his feet up. Leave it in the kitchen. It's in the oven. It did a marathon. It is. (laughs) It's in the oven. I go down and make some breakfast. It's in the bloody car. It's got an Apple Watch on. Running herself a bath, isn't she? Using up all the bubble bath. And how the Raggedy Ann thinks she is. Um, you got it, Daniel. They've got this Raggedy Ann doll, and they've also got another bloke, Lou, who lives with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lou. Before I finish the story, well, when I finish the story, I'll let you know what I think about Lou. But (laughs) so this this Annabelle doll starts leaving parchment paper, the oldie time parchment paper messages, which is like, well, they didn't have any in the house. (laughs) Lou's, I reckon Raggedy Ann, she's gone. Got a bit of A4 paper at the printer. He's covered it in tea bags, burnt the edges. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of effort gone in by this girl to make this note. That, a little trail raggedy... to Lou's room with like yeah. an X on his bed. <laughs> the thing is, though, that doll, that thing can't hold a fucking pen or a pencil in those bloody... Can't cars. it? It's got no fingers. Like, it's no. a raggedy hand doll. It's just like a paw with like two a, stitches as a gap. Opposable thumb. That's... That's because it wasn't haunted. It was the spirit. The demon was using it as a conduit. Ah, right. It it wasn't using it as a conduit, actually. It was pretending that it was using it as a conduit. But actually, it was the demon doing it all with his his demon hands. Um, Go on, go ahead. uh, The the Radiandol then started talking to them through a medium, not Lorraine. She's not arrived yet. It's like talking to them for a medium, and she and she convinced the two that Annabelle that she was the spirit of a dead girl called Annabelle Higgins. That's where the name yep. Annabelle comes from, and that she just wanted to live in the doll and be peaceful with you know and and have them kind of as roommates. And for some bizarre reason, they said, "Yes, spirits, please inhabit this doll and live with us." Which, if you know anything about demonology, which you probably don't, because <laughs> let's be yeah. honest, um, that gave the spirit or the demon uh, permission to enter and stay in the in the flat with them, which then would he- let it grow its powers and become more powerful. So then, uh, one night, Lou, who I reckon was shagging one of them because he wasn't—he didn't live there. He was just—I think it, he was a friend. Just a bloke to turn up every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lou was uh, <laughs> asleep one <laughs> night and he woke up paralyzed. So bum, he's got sleep bum, paralysis, bum. and he's looking around. And he looks in the bed, and there she is, Annabelle, Annabelle sitting there sucking she's his dick, and she climbs up. <laughs> and she slides With her up. No hands. <laughs> she. she she shuffles up the body. Ugh, ugh. No, to, Annabelle. Towards Lou. Not like this. Who's paralysed there in bed. Oh, he can't. He can't do anything, can he? No, Annabelle, oh, no. no. He's climbing oh, up. I thought you meant he's paralysed because she was that good at it. He <laughs> <laughs> can't move. It's just so no, good, man. No, Annabelle. Oh. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> don't stop, don't stop. Her yarny <laughs> hair, like, wrapping around no, his well, all, I, all I could think oh. of is that scene in Ghostbusters when... Ray's on the Ray's bed. getting his belt undone. Yeah. yeah. Rule 34. Rule 34. Oh. 35. 35, mate. Is it, is it 35 or rule 35? 34? I thought it was rule 34. One of them. Oh, one of them. Oh, it's one. Um, yeah, anyway. Annabelle, she, she does it, but she doesn't suck him off. She doesn't oh, give him oh. off. Oh. God, she strangles then. him! Ah! Why didn't she just suck him off? That'd have been nicer than strangling so, him. With her little soft mitt, she strangles him and then 
He wakes, oh, oh, oh. he passes out, and then he wakes up, and it was all a dream. Uh, Is that yeah. the actual account? Is that yeah. the genuine account? That's the genuine account from Lou. <laughs> uh, or did that come from Ed from Lou? No, that was, well, I, I don't know. So, so let's just write that one off because it was a dream. Like, no, that bit I, I have dream, dreams yeah. about fucking weird things. And like, you know what? I tell people if it turned out that the thing that I'm dreaming about was possessed. Yeah. So, just saying. So, so then Ed, Ed and Lorraine stepped in. They, they get invited round to kind of fix the problem uh, and yeah. jump at the chance. Literally... You know, fall out of their car, which is look, parked outside their yeah. drive. Look, did I Lou, painted did, it! I painted it! Ah! I reckon this is just a really uh, this is this is a situation where the Lou was uh, using the doll for something, and this whole thing has just got out of hand. He nearly got caught and was like, "Oh, uh, he tried strangling me. He's possessed. Is." Like with his trousers down and everything, and, now and there's suddenly, a couple of loose stitches and a yeah. bit of uh, a bit of yeah. stuffing hanging out. Of the and angles. now, and now yeah. suddenly the conjuring. <laughs> um, so Ed unfilled and La- doll. Ed and Lorraine show up uh, and jump at the chance to take Annabelle oh, with God. them, uh, but not without event because on the way home the car starts playing up, doesn't it? Car starts fucking oh, around. So they've been living in forever. <laughs> this is the same car, bear in mind, that a demon apparently took the handbrake off on Ed's car and it rolled down the street once. This is so. I is think- the same demon that like invited the prostitute in to suck him off, and then Lorraine <laughs> found him, and he was like, "Oh my god, it must have been that demon again that let." Let me hook her in the car. It was and Annabelle. I, you must have unzipped oh. my pants. Oh. Yeah. Quick, quick fit sitting there going, no, it's, you just need a new handbrake, mate. No, it was a spook. Maybe, maybe Ed just had a bit of a crappy car. Uh, so anyway. Uh, All because a guy just wanted to fuck a doll. The, 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 yeah, I bet Lou's... Disgusting. Like, this is out of hand. Yeah, Lou's just sitting there like... You, didn't you hear about yeah, it? Yeah, you demons. Lorraine and Ed Warren once. No, never seen him before in my life. No idea. What? Who? Yeah, demon, demon, demon. Demon's a demon, wasn't it? Demon did it. Demon did it. Demon did it. So, but obviously, Ed always prepared. He opens his satchel because you. Hold on. It had to be a satchel. He had a satchel. He didn't have a bag. Indiana Jones has one. I was going to say, it wasn't a Reebok slingover, was it? Yeah, he had a satchel. Pulled out his holy water, doused Annabelle with the holy water, and the car miraculously starts again. Of course it did. Wow. Why wouldn't it? You would expect, wow. Do you reckon that he threw it in there, Annabelle's going, Shah! <laughs> yeah. In the back. <laughs> All right, so apparently, yeah, and then and now um, Annabelle sits. It's a true story. Yeah, you see, the, the funny thing is about that, like, that's the kind of, like, when people say that I exaggerate, that's the kind of story I'd tell if my radiator had run out of water. I'd be like, and I got this ball, and it was holy water, and I just poured it in the engine, <laughs> and oh my God, it just started working again. I'd be like, really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Holy water. Holy yeah, water, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. That kind of, like, crust, <laughs> crusty water that's in your boot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that crusty water you left outside my house that time, Ben. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that massive five-litre bottle, that yeah. crusty yellow water. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. That was, so that like was apple cider. So that apple is, cider, yeah. Home so that is the genuine law, like no, origin whole, story of Annabelle, that's like the, the doll. That's the whole story and, of Annabelle. And, now, and Annabelle, now, it's, now it's locked away in Ed and Lorraine Warren's museum. A cult still, museum. A cult museum that is owned by... Um, 
them. A businessman, in actual fact. Tony, no, it? Tony Spira is their son-in-law. His oh, son-in-law. right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. He married huh. Judy. He married Judy Warren, their daughter. Now they He's all awesome. have a go on Annabelle. Also, if, hey. he's, he's, if you've ever watched, if you go to like the Warren's YouTube channel, he's the guy who calls himself the moderator. On the, <laughs> oh, the moderator. It's, it's oh. imp- meant to be an impartial moderator, but he's not. He is there. That's like part of the business. He's the That's like lot. wearing a band shirt to the band's show. Do you know what I mean? That's like, be, that's like being, being in U2 and calling yourself the edge. Like, I am I, the moderator. I, <laughs> can we just, can we just like, Take a moment for Hollywood, please. Like one single moment for Hollywood. If if no, if people aren't going to research this because some people are driving, but please take a look at the. Oh, like, I know it's crazy, isn't it? it Difference. It's it can't focus, but oh, the, the Annabelle, Annabelle. The, the real Annabelle doll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Versus, yeah. It's, it's it, it kind of looks like Annabelle you- one was child's play. Yeah. And Annabelle 2 is Child's Play 12, I mean, the return I, of Chucky's fucking ex-girlfriend or yeah. whatever. Like, I just don't see what Lou sees in Annabelle, to be honest. That yeah. second uh, Annabelle is the one after Lou had got his hands on it and he'd fucked <laughs> it to death. Like, yeah. he choked yeah. it and fucking filled her, <laughs> filled her tushy sack full of fucking... <laughs> she is oh, a broken man. woman. Yeah. She's the next door neighbor on My Name Is Earl. How She's, it started, how it, how it started, how it ended. Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's absolutely horrendous. Well, God damn it, Lou. So there's, there's it. do you know there's a, there's a, there's a there's a death attributed to Annabelle, a murder. Yes, just one, I, the, allegedly. Yeah, just one death. Just one death. Yeah, so, it's a. Oh, God. So so a, a rambunctious. Uh, Nerdwell visited uh, the occult museum one day. A what? A, a rambunctious, rambunctious Nerdwell. Nerdwell. <laughs> what, like me or you? Like one of us three? Uh, oh, okay. like us, like we've gone there and gone. Oh, look at that fucking doll. Looks like fucking. Oh, she's not hard or anything. I fucking have her. I kill her. I rip her head off. Fucking. What's that little girl in her bum? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's lose lose ex. Um, <laughs> he showed up. He showed up. Lose ex. So him and his girlfriend were went to the occult museum. They paid oh, their twenty seven dollars to get in and walk around a room. Um, and this this unnamed um, young youngun uh, was slagging off her to, slagging off Annabelle to her face, calling her all sorts. <laughs> And he went, oh, behind glass. Just like, like I'm not scared of you, Annabelle. I'll get you, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, on the on his way home with his girlfriend on the back of his motorcycle, oh. he had a, they were laughing about Annabelle and <laughs> on the motorbike. And if anyone's been on a motorbike, there's no way you can have a conversation with a person on the motorbike where you're going along. No. Well, back in the day, they didn't wear helmets. So this is probably, one, attributed to their death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and two probably allowed them to have a conversation. Just saying. So, yeah. as 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 he said something about Annabelle, or she, I'm not scared of her. He crashed into a tree and died, and his girlfriend survived, and that's how they know the last thing they were talking about was Annabelle. And uh, and the fact and the fact that there is actually no traceable evidence back to that like actual incident yeah, at all. It never happened. It's, like it's, it's Ed, only Ed who, who yeah. has that. Ed Ed had mentioned that in saying that. The last person had mocked her died, and there's no 
paper trail or any evidence that leads to there actually being a death of someone who had just left that museum. Like, just imagine if there was an actual paper trail life, Annabelle escaped yeah. and it was just loads of old coffee stained uh, Rizzlers, <laughs> just like with you will die at the end of this trail. And then she's just there. Oh, like, gee, socks don't go to her, <laughs> Spreading her little cotton anus. <laughs> this is what happened to the last guy with like a head head in between her legs. Oh, like a goat seat. She's, like she's got an seat. L and a U. On, an L and a U on each cheek. <laughs> this is what happened the last time someone left their spirit inside me. So if you guys want to hear the... Oh. <laughs> If you want, if you got, if anyone wants to read the full story, the the official Warren story on this, go to uh, go to the Warrens.net or TonySpira.com as it is now. Yeah, he's basically taken the Warrens. He's taken the Warrens' life work and just renamed it to Nanny. Really, yeah. and if you he, on their website, after every paragraph is like a Google AdSense thing after every paragraph. I'm still uh. just. I'm still just imagining that fucking Annabelle doll in some like levers and a gag, ball gag and shit, just like in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere, just waiting for you. Like pinned herself down. Take me, daddy. Take oh, this me. is a, this is how the new romance uh, era started. Like <laughs> Lou, Lou was writing like love songs in his bedroom about Annabelle the doll. Just like. <laughs> oh. I was staying over at <laughs> friend's house. And then you split your seam. Yeah, before I met you. <laughs> oh, God. So, Annabelle, yeah. Fact it, or fiction, boys. Fact or fiction. There's, there's, there is more to Lou's story that I didn't care, but apparently he was... Oh, okay. He, 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 he saw her in the, on the floor in the side of the room, went to pick her up, uh, and he felt a presence behind him. He turned around, <laughs> and he got scratched on his chest seven times. Well, you say, he says scratched seven times, but actually... <laughs> Four, four, what? Three. And three across. Four and three. Three, three across. But it's like that, like, it, it, and the and the scratches disappeared after a day. But of course they like, did. Because they do, because that happened. Are you sure it wasn't like two threes and then just a. Yeah. Yeah, where is that it? And then a devil tongue. <laughs> oh, oh, fact God, or God. fiction? It's nothing that cute. I'm not saying it's cute. I'm not. <laughs> I've convinced oh, myself that I fancy <laughs> Annabelle the doll. <laughs> Do oh, she sounds hot. Your friend sounds hot. What is she? She's a raggedy handle. Oh yeah. Before on, we um, before we uh, give our own thoughts on this, do you want to read the? Do you want me to read the Warren's official conclusion to the story? Yeah, go on. I haven't. I heard would that. love yeah. you to. Father Cook, although uncomfortable with his role as an exorcist, agreed to perform the seven-page rite of exorcism as a doctorate. A doctrine he recited throughout the apartment, at which point the Warrens were confident that the entity would no longer reside there. They agreed to take a rag doll, they agreed to take the rag doll back home with them. Upon leaving, Ed placed the doll in the back seat and agreed he would not take the interstate in the event that inhuman spirits still reside within the doll. Because <laughs> they, they hang about on the side of a road waiting for someone. Yeah, that's, that's like those story. quivery arm blokes trying to get attention. <laughs> 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 Lucky waving, inflatable, flailing tube man. 
his suspicions were all too correct. In no time, the Warrens felt themselves as the object of a vicious, vicious hatred. Then, at each dangerous curve, the car swerved and stalled at every, at, with every corner, causing the power steering and brakes to fail. Repeatedly, <laughs> the car verged on collision. Ed reached into the back seat into his black bag and took out a vial of holy water and doused the doll, making the sign of the cross over it. <laughs> the disturbances stopped immediately and the Warrens arrived safely home. After the Warrens oh, arrived right. home... And then, and then and we they just made a whole fucking film about it. In fact, they made two yeah. films about it. In fact, no, they made three films about it. <laughs> no, in fact, they made four fucking films. Four films about it. It's good to bring one hatter in it. Annabelle <laughs> one, Annabelle two, Annabelle comes home. Annabelle, Annabelle the saucy seduction part four. <laughs> the return Annabelle, of Lou. Annabelle on <laughs> Brazzers.net. <laughs> She's a slut. Oh my god, I re- I really hope we aren't like me and Ben have been having a bit of a back and forth about like how increasingly uneasy we're starting to feel with these podcasts. Like <laughs> I've got all the lights for- on out in the garden right now. <laughs> it's like that scene in Scream where she just turns oh. the lights on, but it's just you tied to a chair. Annabelle's so behind her and she's just about to a- like if I have a power oh, cut tonight, dick. that's it. I'm going in. I'm not restarting the podcast. That's it. It's done. Um, and, 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 episode 10, the last episode. <laughs> the demise of Ben Mills. Uh, and the, la- the last oh, the last sentence on, Annab- on the Annabelle page on TonySpira.com, formerly the Warrens.net, is, Ed warns you, do not challenge evil, that no man is more powerful than Satan. <laughs> Yeah, oh, this is what pisses me off the most because they're just they're tarring them all with the same brush. They're just yeah. like they're not spirits; they're demons, and demons belong to Satan. Like done. This is this is the religious yeah. part of it. Like Satan was essentially an angel, so I mean, it, it, you know, he might be a demon, but he might be a nice guy. Give him a he fucking might break. Actually, yeah, he might actually be sitting again. Fucking, it's been. It's been 5,000 years and I still think I'm a dickhead. Like That's it. Oh, yeah, Annabelle, it Annabelle was just a tortured girl like those girls yeah. who, like, at school who were like, they were so really I'm, nice, but then one guy fucked them over yeah. and now they're absolute whorebags. He's like, like, I'm trying to bring her down here and get her sorted so she can get to heaven. you got those yeah. two pricks locking her in a cupboard up there. Like, exactly. <laughs> oh, which which they didn't her. actually lock her in a cupboard to begin with. They just had her on a display chair. Oh, that's apparently it, yeah, she yeah. kept escaping the display chair, so they locked her in like <laughs> a little fire extinguisher. I was like, I bet Lorraine did that. I bet every yeah. night, every night, she woke up and Ed's just like this, <laughs> lifts lifts the covers up, and he's just, Ed, why have you got fucking Annabelle on your dick again? <laughs> it was a demon, darling. The demon did it again. So Lorraine's like, I'm. <laughs> You know, like one of those really slow-mo scenes of her just like hand-sawing wood. And then it's just a perfect glass and wood cage. And Annabelle's just like trapped in it with Lorraine sewn back up. But she like, Lorraine just like cuts a little bit of her hair off and she's like, that'll teach her and then uses it to sew her arsehole. You thought about this a lot, didn't you? Are you, well, you know I said I have dreams about things. <laughs> but I also don't have a possessed doll. So, right. so well, for everyone who's listening at home, Ben's freaked out now and he's going to put more lights in his garden. 
<laughs> but um, you can just see waves of red hair running past yeah. the window. <laughs> so, so I don't know chronologically where we are now. I be- well, well it, uh, Ben was saying that the Annabelle story is, I think, the first one that really made them famous, at least. But if we were to finalise our opinions on this one, I think this is a lot. I just no, I'm not, I'm not having it. That there is nothing it, that it, dull. It was, them, it. All it, right, was, <laughs> it was for me. It was them dipping their toes in the water of how much they could get away with. Right, I, I, totally I feel agree. it's like right. We know our we know our shtick. We know what is what's happening, but we need to find out what we can get away with. Like, yeah. we found this. We found this really strange scenario. This love triangle up in no. probably Connecticut, which it seems like every single one of their cases is. I don't think. I don't think any of it. Any of it is real. I reckon they they got that Annabelle doll from like an antique shop. Oh, so you don't think they even spoke to I, Lou? I, I, I you don't, don't think Lou sexually assaulted Annabelle at all? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry to let you down there, but with this this case, I don't think any of those people existed. Well, yeah, that's I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's far from the truth at all. Like I, I just think it's a load of horseshit. I think the whole thing is pure fabrication. Yep. I, I I can totally agree with that one. And it's also interesting to note as well that around the time, there was also another doll that was allegedly um, a haunted doll that lived in the attic Robert. of a house called Robert that was also... He was dressed as like a Navy sailor, wouldn't he? Which, there is a film about Robert, or loosely based on Robert, called The Boy. Yes. Oh, and really? That, that is even fucking weirder. The Boy? Like, because yeah. that, that is probably what happened with Robert. Oh God! Oh right, yeah, I've, I can see that on IMDb. I'm going to save that one. Yeah, but... it's horrendous. <laughs> don't, don't bother. I went to the cinema to see it, and um, I think it's the first. You know when you do those laughs and you think you've broken a rib, like with just one exhale of hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like ah, and you're like, oh, your rib cage just shatters. <laughs> like it felt like that. Like they all just convulsed, like fucking, like a snake's back, and just like. <laughs> And oh, then, God. yeah, I literally was like, this is horrendous. And I, so, I just couldn't stop laughing after that. So, yeah, around the time, it was popular. Like, haunted dolls, they were a thing, you know? And because, obviously, they were looking for their own shtick, uh, let's go and make our own Robert doll and call it something else, or the female version of what it is. And also, not too many years prior to it, there was a very interesting Twilight Zone episode that I think aired in the late 60s that was called Talking Tina. And and it was about a doll that um, uh, was uh, trying to take out um, the stepfather of the family. And the woman that got the doll for this talking Tina doll for her daughter was called Annabelle. Ah. So there's there's a lot of uh, synchronicity now, going I, well, on. I'd say that was <laughs> the story was stolen from... Twilight Zone by Ed and put on, put into like... Yeah, a, a yeah, book. it's... it's ah, like, ah, you see, I, I see the hole in your story straight away. There is not <laughs> a fucking chance that they had a TV in that car, Ben, so you're wrong. <laughs> this is after the car. This is after the car. The Annabelle's when they... Like, <laughs> they can't even they, afford the fucking car. They can't afford a TV. They've not got the like, car now. They, the car is second. They don't live in the car anymore. They've got the Nespa now. They're part of Nespa. Yeah. Right, so first off, the was it like 
they had 9,000 cases and then Annabelle came. So they made loads of money and they're like, yeah, we yeah. can upgrade now. We can buy a doll. They've, they've started making money by this point and then they started, I obviously got into the PR stuff. But this is the first one they, they, they wrote a book about. This right, time. this is where it gets hairy. Like, this I lost interest with in Conne- this book stuff. This is the Haunting of Connecticut in Connecticut book now, is it? Or, yeah, we can go. We can get right. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, is that is that the um, uh, the the one that's um, in uh, second in order to Annabelle? Because no, this, this is 1986. That mm-hmm. the next one is Demon Murder Trial, I believe. Oh, so the this devil made me do no, it. It's not. No, no, that's no. Even, even. For, I think it might be. Well, I think we might have to go back. Okay. But I think Amityville might be next. Okay. In yeah, this yeah, wild yeah, world of not another conspiracy podcast, we're gonna make the time machine and go back yeah. because <laughs> there's skipped. a lot to work out. Like, let's, you know, let's, we like we all have full time jobs. <laughs> now let's let's go to a more interesting one where actually could, wasn't a Warren. Definitely wasn't a Warren um, led investigation yeah, it wasn't they got involved later on and actually had positive results which is weird so this oh. is one this one's gonna this is and this one is the one that's close to mine and dean's heart is uh the werewolf of south end oh ah, right wow. I, I haven't i haven't heard about this so this one Yikes. Is, so this is this this like the whole story of the werewolf of south end is is fuck me you done your digging for this dude Jeez. far removed from uh, the Warrens for quite a long time. They get involved at the end of like what happens to Bill Ramsey. So basically there's a guy called Bill Ramsey. And if any of you have ever been to any kind of natural history museum, not in London, but in say, say you've been to the Kings Lynn National yeah. Museum, <laughs> you will, you will, you will see an exhibit of Neanderthals or uh, prehistoric man. And uh, mm-hmm. that is what Bill Ramsey looks like. Uh. He looks like <laughs> he looks like a statue of prehistoric man. But he's from Southend-on-Sea, where me and Dean, or well, Dean's from near Southend-on-Sea, but I'm yeah, relatively close. Yeah. And if you're from America, I'm near from Southend-on-Sea. Yeah. D- Great yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah, in America, JJ is in the next town over. <laughs> He is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's but, only a nice four-hour drive. Yeah, I'm really in, interested in, in this. In England, he's fucking miles away. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bill Ramsey was born and raised in Essex, in the seaside town of Southend-on-Sea, <clears throat> home of the uh, lo- largest pier in the world, by the way. Largest. It is, yeah. In actual Sorry. fact, and also just, the swimming just... pool where. Ian Jury got the polio that left him disfigured for life. Anyway, moving away. From I thought he was the guy who killed those two girls. No, that's Ian Huntley. Ah, different guy. Yeah, Ian Jury called polio. That was polio, in a bath, wasn't uh, it? Not in Warrior Square. Yeah, that's where you used, ah! sw- used to go swimming as a kid. He uh, got it at Warrior Square, and that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a local swimming pool in South So how did Ian Jury, Ian Jury got polio, and this guy turned into a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with that fucking swimming pool, man. (laughs) Need to change the water. It's gone now. It's a skate park. Um, (laughs) What the water? So they're just like, well, I know what we could do. Drain the water, make it to a skate park. (laughs) Easy money. (laughs) Loads of money. Love dropping in. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, So anyway, uh, his childhood would seem 
mostly normal until at the age of nine, a sudden rage came upon him. Rage. Oh, God. And rage. <laughs> seriously, this is, like, this is what he says. This is Ramsey's account, not the Warrens. Ramsey uh, pulled out, you know, a concrete fence panel, uh, a concrete fence post that was concrete in the ground, ripped it out of the ground and smashed it to pieces at the age of nine. What? No. Yeah. This is of his own, this is his own words. Like, he, like he's, um, and he's, and it, he's, Mum and dad stopped, like snatched him out of this trance, and he and he and he, he was normal for years after that. Nothing happened, and he said that it always plagued him, like what happened that day. Uh, anyway, fast forward to like what year did this happen? When he was nine, 1952. Fuck it, I, I'm still like amazed that, and and this guy actually went for an exorcism. Is that correct? Eventually, I thought yeah. you were about to say, Dana. So I'm just trying to work it out. Like, I've wondered why I've been able to do this all my life, and now I know. <laughs> I went swimming in that pool. <laughs> I got polio. I got one of the un- yeah. I got one of the lucky genes. I didn't get polio. I oh, got right. superhuman strength. Yeah, we went, we went both ways. You either got a, a, like a, a disability or an ability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, for fifteen for fifteen years, uh, nothing happened to Bill. <laughs> Bill was normal for 15 years. Uh, he had a wife. Uh, I think he had a kid. Okay. Uh, uh, but one night he awoke in a cold sweat and was overwhelmed by feelings of dread and unease because in that nightmare, he saw himself as a wolf. What? He saw himself as a wolf. Crash zoom. Wolf. Yeah. Crash but he's zoom. all right ah. now. Hey. hey. <laughs> he said it. Very droll. Um, <laughs> so he woke up saying that he had had visions of himself being as a wolf, and, and then and, but he had and then that became a recurring dream for eighteen months. What the fuck? Yeah. So he's got mental issues. He has yeah. mental health issues, and this yeah. was in the fifties. Did you say? Now, well, we we fast forwarded to nineteen sixty-seven. Now, when he starts having oh, these dreams. So yeah, it's like late sixties, early seventies, and the fucking wow. <laughs> and then and then so nothing happens again a lull in his werewolf activity Uh, and he's out in the pub with his mates 1983 so two years before our birth Mm. before we walked the planks of the pier the planks Uh, of south end pier yeah uh bill and his mates were in the local pub and after several drinks bill began to feel the icy chills that first materialized (laughs) manifested earlier in his life after a few stellars of course he made the excuse and headed to Mm -hmm. the lavatory once there, he checked himself in the mirror and he saw a wolf looking back at him. Of course he did. Jeez Louise! I was going to say, what, what or a bad pub was he drinking in? And his dad knocked on the door and he opened his door and his dad was a werewolf as well. And Bill... I, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You're, no, you're having a fucking laugh. <laughs> That's the plot of Team Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I was going to... Oh, right, right. There we go. I was, I was about to say, no, come on now. We're going, no, we're going a bit we're going a bit off no, the beaten he, 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 he saw a wolf looking back at him and then he snapped out of it he went back to sit with his mates uh and then they decided to get uh get in the car and go home but without any warning bill flew into a ferocious rage uh, and he began yeah. to growl and uh turn his te- to lips up to reveal his teeth like a wolf oh god and his hands twisted into claws and Bill bit his mate on the leg. Uh, of course. You... 
Is it just- this literally does just sound like a weekend. How I imagine a weekend at your local pub, Ben. Like, was say, yeah. This is what it was like when you came to York. Like This is how it felt to me. <laughs> and my mate, his claws turned, they turned into shovels. They kicked him out. They, eventually, they, they kicked him out. They got out of the car. Uh, he calmed down and he, he calmed down and, and, and they forgot about it. Until shortly before, uh, another 18 months later, shortly before Christmas 1980. Wait, wait a minute. This is like every gig I've ever played with Ollie. Every tour I've ever been on with Ollie. Yeah. He's all, yeah. it's like this all the time. And then every morning he's fine. Yeah. Like, no, what, yeah what, <laughs> full moon, full moon. Ah! Bill begins to suffer chest pains in 1984, just before Christmas. And he checks him, he takes himself down to the local hospital, South End a and I'd assume. Or yeah. Rochford Hospital at the time, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It then became a mental asylum after I was born there. It did. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ben sent them up the fucking swanning. Yeah. Every I like the way I went, after I was born there. Of course, nothing to do with while <laughs> I was born there. Yeah. No. So Bill, Bill checks himself in. He's having heart pains. Ooh, I think I'm having a heart attack. Help me. So they strap him to a gurney and they put him in a room. And That's uh, not someone who's done ecstasy, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the nurses are, uh, are looking after him. They're taking his. As she goes to take his blood pressure, she he bites her, bites down on her, and is it, this... she screams. And they try and fight him off. Policeman comes out, comes in. Obviously, South End Hospital is police everywhere all the yeah. time. They're like it, this is it, it's not unheard of to have a lot of police there. Police come in there, and he, he can't get him off him. He tries to get some handcuffs on him. <laughs> He's fighting off the policeman, and eventually they stick the tranquilizer in him, and he passes out. <laughs> Put handcuffs on him. Uh, the following morning, and at this point, he's still human. Like he's still he, no, physically he'd, he'd human. Hunched, he'd hunched over and like he'd started almost like acting like a wolf. Like, <laughs> yeah. how have we never heard of this? Yeah, uh, but the, the tranquilizer finally. <laughs> this is his morning. fan fan story. This is like the person who saw Twilight once and then this wrote. is all in ben the news fan, fan fiction. <laughs> it's all in the newspaper, like this the newspaper clippings uh, of the sun and stuff all over. Yeah, I can see it here. Are you in front of one of those things where you press it and it goes? Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> like at the library. Yeah, I found oh. it at the South End Sea Fair. <laughs> right, the so, story of the Wolfman. Uh, after a hearty breakfast and a doctor's visit, he is he is let go. Of his Party. own cognition. Uh, but yeah, he, he goes and he's fine. And then he's fine. He's fine for a little bit. And then oh, in right. January, the next year, January 1985, uh, Bill had to visit his mother when he began to feel an attack coming on. Okay. This guy just sounds like so, he can't handle his coke. He, go, he, goes, he goes to the hospital. <laughs> and, and, and obviously now they know, they know this guy. So they check him in. But they, yeah. the, the, the nurse is very, like, wary of him. Hey, wary, eh? Hey. bit uh, wary hey. of him. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, look, I'm trying to tell a serious story here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so the nurse, <laughs> the nurse was not happy with being in the room by him. So she was kind of a bit nervous. And, like, she could see him start tensing up. And his shoulders are hunched. And his hands become, like, claws. And his teeth are, And he starts growling at her. And she goes to open the door. And he pounces... Just looks like he's pulling a fucking scene photo. A policeman comes in and literally Bill threw this policeman out of the room and he jumps like a a wolf. He jumps out like a wolf and four police officers have to pull him off this. Bear bear in mind, Bill is five foot nine 
and 140 pounds. Still taller than me. Yeah, what? and still heavier than me. Yeah. All right, okay, so he's he's smaller than me. All right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but still, it takes four coppers to get him off him, and it takes two lots of tranquilizer to knock him out. Uh, what year was this? 1985. The year I was born. No, no, I'm not having it. There is no, no werewolf of South End. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, no. All right, all right. Okay, go on. Uh, they take him into a police car. Uh, he goes to the cells for a couple of nights. But again, again, he, he's back in control. Like after it wears off in the morning and rational, they let him go. Crofts have they taken him, him back in. Bear in mind, he's, he's calmed hop- down. He's <laughs> hospitalized a police officer. <laughs> But they've let him go. So let him go. And you can, uh, I'll put the, the, the links to this um, video in the, in the right, Discord. In the Discord. But this is a video with Bill talking about the night. And then after that, right, <laughs> he, it, it's all fine for a couple of years. It's two, two years, no werewolf activity. 1986, no werewolf activity. 1980, yeah, 1987, some werewolf activity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about it now. In the summer, he was back at the police station, but he wasn't taken to the police station. He took a prostitute to the police station. And it was Annabelle. He'd, ah! he'd, <laughs> spreading her ways. He'd made a citizen's arrest. He'd made a citizen's arrest on a prostitute and he was demanding that the police did something about it. So he went in, he goes in there and the police are like shouting at him in the yard going, you can't do this. What are you on about? He Go, Come then, here, boy. He then... <laughs> He then transforms into this werewolf-like character. Go, go, gadget dog. And he, he says to the... Oh, no, it's not on this case. Maybe he didn't actually No! Say oh, no, he did say it, because it's the policeman in this video that I've put in there says that he goes, I've got the devil in me, and you won't like me when I've got the devil in me, which is obviously what the Incredible Hulk says pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you don't like me when you I'm like angry. You don't like me when yeah. I'm angry. And then, right, the Bill jumps on the police officer and tries to <laughs> tries to eat him right? <laughs> and it takes another load of police officers to get him off him uh he's going berserk absolutely berserk like they, they couldn't and this is in the south end police station this is it yeah in the in the courtyard bit in the in the yard where they take you in right i don't know i've never been taken in there ben or oh, i've never been taken in there but i've been in that yard oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i took a prostitute in there once <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, he, he, he was getting. He was in hospital for ten days. He had MRIs. He had X-rays, psychiatric tests, and they could not determine anything like wrong with him. Like there was no real, like nothing wrong with him. It was just like okay. these events would end, and then he would go back to normal. And so, like th- this, this is, is bombastic as it is. So and yeah. meanwhile, just to cut in, meanwhile, cut to the new scene. Ed and Lorraine Warren are outside the hospital. Yeah. They've been in their car for three weeks drawing this hospital. And Parking then just in the background, there's a guy like... <laughs> do you want to hear... Right, so so he's he's gone into hospital, right? He's he, there's no, They don't know what's going on with there's him. There's nothing wrong with him, yeah. There's nothing wrong with him. They don't know what's happening. He um, hasn't got polio. So... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do you want to know how and Lorraine were? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. They were they were watching, they were at their friend's house in London after visiting Borley Rectory. Oh. The most haunted place in England. On Earth at one point, allegedly, oh, yeah. as well. Um, they were they visit there every year. They used to visit there every year. They loved it. Absolutely loved it. And uh, Of course they did. Give us the powers, Borley. <laughs> they they were watching the news and the story of Bill Ramsey, the South End on Sea Werewolf, was on the was on the news. Oh god, of course. Like Lorraine, you hear that? Why, yes, I do, Ed. So they, this, they, they, they were really interested in it. Well, oh. Ed, Ed was, Ed was not interested. Oh, of course he was. He, well, we ain't got werewolf on our list, dear girl. Ed, Let's Ed get down there. Ed wanted nothing to do with it. He was like, "This is it, stupid. Nah, bullshit." And Lorraine said, oh, that, "That's stupid." Oh, imaginative werewolves. Pff, yeah, so he didn't one. want anything to do with it. Uh, and Ed said, uh, "Lorraine was like, she couldn't shake this story." So they flew back. Give to me demonic specters any day of the week. Flown back to Connecticut, and Lorraine could not shake this story whatsoever. She was really interested, and eventually, she they flew to for some reason they flew to LA to get in touch with the production company. No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they need new management. <laughs> We're in London. We need to get to <laughs> Staff End on Sea. 
<gasps> that so can't why, be true. That that must be. They, this is this is one of the this is this is this is the story. The that account. They tell. This is the account at the. Uh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on a second. When was American Werewolf in London made? Yeah, this is 1986. Leading, yeah, yeah but, I'm leading to 1975. I think that was 1976. This is, the, this is the 80. Seven. No, I know, but when was Werewolf in London created? Oh, yeah, 60, 19, 70, 60 yeah. something, yeah. This yeah. is why Ed, this is straight away why Ed was just like, he was on it. Yeah, nah, of course he we was. can't capitalize on that. They've already made no. a film about it. American Werewolf in London was 81. Ah, yeah. Closer. So Ed, but he Ed's just like, Lorraine, shut up. I know you believe in all that fucking hocus pocus bullshit, but Hollywood isn't going to buy that. There's already been a fucking wolf yeah. movie this year. Well, well, oh, well. well. The Conjuring Free is going to be the South End Werewolf. No way! No, it's not. Yeah. I no, know it, it isn't. It, the no, Conjuring... So. No, the Conjuring so. 3 is the Devil Made Me Do It one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I heard that they were going to do the South End Werewolf. Maybe it'll I be... Reckon, like, I reckon be what might happen was it'll begin with the yeah. South End Werewolf. Yeah, and then they'll be like, oh no, we've got more pressing matters. Oh. Yeah, and they flew to LA and they were like, the okay, here we go. And you know what? The timelines sync up with either it to open with a werewolf or close with a werewolf as like, like a little hint to the full film. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. opening with the werewolf would be sick because everyone yeah. would be like, oh yeah, a werewolf. I so I can't wait to see in, how like inaccurate South End looks in Hollywood. Oh, like, yeah. The way, well, the way it can be times. like... They use it for um, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, they did, in actual fact. But It'll just be like what they do with every English film. They'll put a shitty, greeny, blue filter over it and make it look grim as fuck. Exactly what they did with... um, The new Batman film is going to be, even though it's filmed in fucking Manchester or Liverpool. You know, the Rettendon Range Rover murders. What what was the film that they created? Essex Boys. Essex Essex Boys. Boys. That that shot of the driver, like, being on, like, Canvey Island. It was like... There are no stilted houses on Canvey. <laughs> like, that was Jaywick, like, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, it was like that was like they were trying to portray us living in a fucking swamp or something. It was just they were like, a good set of films, though. They were a really good set of films. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, I, I've seen so that scene well. about a million times. Sorry. Yeah. They're in. They're, so Ed and Lorraine, Ed's, Lorraine's convinced Ed to get involved. So they come to South End. So they're and, in South End Central yeah, with their suitcases. Come- just about to go to the Royals, I, I Royal Hotel to put themselves they, in. I think they came into Victoria, South of Victoria. Uh, oh, right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, she managed to get in contact with Bill and she came to meet him and she, they came to South End to, <laughs> to meet Bill, which is amazing that they were here. That is crazy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That right. is pretty and dope. She convinced Bill <laughs> to, to come to Connecticut what? Yeah, so he... Oh, yeah, that's, that sounds like a great idea. Put a whale <laughs> on a fucking plane. Yeah. Well, a fucking, on a plane. <laughs> buy a whale of a plane ticket. Uh, no, hell, Samuel Jackson's like, what on a plane? Yeah. They just let's put him in a kennel it. underneath. Now, now, let's look at it from an Ed and Lorraine Warren perspective. Surely, surely that they would be in belief of Bill's claims that he is a werewolf. And as JJ just mentioned, surely someone would have must have sarcastically sat there and said, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lorraine, um, don't you think it's a bad idea to bring a werewolf on a plane? Because then you're kind of putting the ball in their court, aren't you? Like, ah, is it dangerous or isn't it? Ah. Oh my god. Are you, are you flaking or are you are you are you going by your guns? Because that to me would be an instant like get the fuck out of here sort of thing. Do you wanna like, do you wanna know how what who's what tabloid did, newspaper do you reckon uh, spon- sponsored the trip? Daily Star, the, of course they did. No, the it's people. The, the people I'm it's not, gone now, I think, the people. Oh really? Oh yeah. right, yeah. I 
no, I would have said the Daily Star. Right, you know, so the people that so, Freddie Star ate my hamster people. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the same one who did um, uh, Gordon Ramsay lookalike found in Badger Den? Did, yeah, the That's with it, his yeah, pants yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> but also, the Daily Star had a, a on next of, week's conspiracy podcast. The Daily Star <laughs> Sorry, had a really man. good um, front cover today of uh, free council tax avoidance mask with a oh, cutout God. of Dominic Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> ah right! I didn't. I didn't get the reference, but yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I know we don't get the people up here. No, they, it was the Daily Star today. The oh, Star, yeah. Uh, so the night before the exorcism was due to take take place, Ramsey tried to strangle his wife while she slept. Oh God! Wow, can't, yeah. You can't take him on a plane so now. I, I, I like before. Well, I'm not going to get to that. We'll get to the end of this first before we think what actually was probably wrong with Bill. So when yeah, the he swam in that pool when the exorcism actually <laughs> began. Bill was not at all impressed. The service was being conducted in Latin and for a, a half an hour, nothing happened. Bill then took on an entirely different appearance. His face contorted, both hands formed claws. And as McKenna commanded the demon to leave, the full force of werewolf fury descended on McKenna one time and then disappeared for good. The whole, event, McKenna, the whole event was recorded. And uh, QVC, QVC hypnotist, Paul McKenna. And um, now you can wake up. Now wake up now. Wake up. Uh, Bill Ramsey last appeared in 1992 in public where he spoke on camera and he said that he has not felt the werewolf presence in him since that night of the exorcism. He's so it not, worked. So it worked. He just really didn't want to go to Connecticut, did he? He went he to Connecticut. He was just like, he went and he's he like, had I get no fucking plane, not no went. fucking foreigners speaking went. to me in fucking Leighton. What the fuck is it? He, he went... He was exercised, and now there's no more werewolf in Southend. Oh, what a fucking but, surprise. Oh, what a letdown. Yeah, so Ed, obviously Ed wasn't interested for a long time until he could claim it was a demon, not a werewolf. So as, ah. soon, as, as soon as Ed was like, mm, this looks more like a demon, demon possession yeah. rather than a werewolf. I just I mentioned I'm a demonologist. Eh? Oh, demons is my thing. Yeah, <laughs> just so happens. Oh, look at my card. Yeah. Let's go to... <laughs> We're all going on a summer holiday to Southend on Sea, the home of the longest pleasure pier in the world. Pleasure pier, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's funny because that's what he went, said about Annabelle. Yeah, that's what we Lou went said see, about him. We went to see Father Christmas at the end of the pier this year, last year, and he was the sleaziest, worst <laughs> paedophile Santa ever. Like, is yeah, there yeah. some sort of clause with that pier? Like, it's that um, far out at sea that it's not yeah, actually yeah. on land, so you can do what you want down there. Probably, yeah. You have to get yeah. a train. It's a tra- you have to get a train to the end. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it's good. Me and Marlo used to walk it to get over our hangovers when we lived together. So it's, do the mm. it's like it's like a three-and-a-half-mile round trip to the end and back. Really? Yeah. That's fucking further than it is for me to walk to work and back. Yeah. That's insane. The longest pleasure pier in the world. Ah, so you and Marla used to go to the end and then come back. Just turn around and come back. Ah, just turn around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, what do you think of the South End Werewolf, I f- guys? I think the guy just had... Like, it's true, you're right, know. yes. Yeah I, yeah, I reckon he was a werewolf. But no, it's like, clearly it's just... I don't know. He, he was having a midlife crisis or something. Fuck no. It's like mentally att- unstable. I think panic attacks. Yeah. I wouldn't mind betting that. He sounds, he that sounds like a, an alcoholic. 
Like, he sounds yeah. like somebody who can't handle his drink very well. But yeah, uh, was it you who showed me the picture of the guy in the mobility scooter dressed as a clown with all the balloons? Ben? No, <laughs> never mind then. Forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also forgot that it was in the middle of a park. So that's, of but, course, as well, one of the Warrens' case that they claim they were a part of, which they were hardly a part of, well, really. Well, they cured the man. Well, no. So while we're, while we're on that subject... Should we talk about the Enfield murders? And we're not, we're going completely off fucking time. The Enfield, here, Enfield podcast. I have to apologize. Mur- yeah, sorry, the podcast. I have to apologize to you, JJ, because I was oblivious to the Warrens being involved in this. And this is like, like, like less than a day. Yeah, well, this <laughs> right, is it. Because, this is what I'm saying about their involvement in it. It was yeah, like because I'm pretty clued up with the Enfield haunting and haunting. But like I remember I've read through that like countless times from countless sources and i would say out of probably nine times out of ten of anything that i'd looked at not once were the warrens even mentioned so going sorry ben going on to that paranormal book that we bought that fucking that we all had oh the the encyclopedia of the unknown that was what got me onto that the idea of poltergeist was seeing that girl in the red dress being thrown across the room so, oh yeah, Janet from the Enfield. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. She's she's quite easily up. just jumping and moving, like yes, ah! yeah, <laughs> like. But also doing the werewolf face, which might have been they were like, no, be more angry, like a yeah. werewolf. I Bill um, Wil- Bill Wilkins <laughs> or whatever his fucking name is. Glass out. Anyway, Have you got that book there, Ben? I, I think I can I, see it on your shelf. It, yeah. I died of a brain hemorrhage in the, just... <laughs> in the corner. In the corner. In the corner. So <laughs> well, I think we should talk about that. And then obviously we need to speak about the Amityville ones and then maybe just go on to like the couple of wild cards. Because the, sure. the the thing with the Enfield one was this was what first got me into the idea that there was something that I couldn't see that could throw shit at them. me yeah. and throw me around. Like, Because yeah. this is the book that I saw it in. Yeah, if it's yeah, the, yeah, it, I presume it is the same. I literally just opened it on the on the on that section. I don't think they say. I mean, the last time I saw that book was probably about twenty years ago. But I yeah. don't think they say anything about the Warrens in that book. No, because I, app- I, I, apparently they just they swooped in on it. Um, they said, didn't they? I I. I don't know the main narrative, but this is how I believed it was. They swooped in, said there was nothing to worry about, and then they were driving away like they do in the Hollywood film. And then all of a sudden, he worked this thing out in his brain and he they had to drive back. Oh, yeah. that's it, yeah. Well, in, the, in the Enfield movie, she's on the train and she figures something out and they get off yeah. the train. Like but I'll let yeah. Ben go because... The two-minute two drive away and the ten-minute drive back, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's a there's a horrible one way system in Enfield. That's where they got. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, I mean yeah. that that's why the spirits are so angry. They're like, get out now because it will take hours to get back. It's rush They're hour and the schools are just kicking any, out. Yeah. Any of the films or TV shows about like remember there was well, that uh, Enfield haunting on Sky. Yeah, brilliant. the uh, Michael which Michael, was great. Uh, yeah, the, that one with uh, what's his Timothy name? Timothy Spall. Timothy yeah. Spall. That was. Who's got a really long fingernail, by the way? Always. Yes. Every time you watch a film with Timothy Spall, look out for his long fingernail. Same as Denzel Washington's and little mi- broken finger. And to all those parents out there, look at Mr. P- Mr. Tumble's fingernails. They're really long as well. 
Oh, Megan Fox has all got the children's Megan skin Fox underneath got, it. She's got Megan fun. Fox got dodgy fun. Toe fun. fun. Has she? Oh yeah. It's, oh it's yeah. Really it's like a frog's foot, isn't it? It's well, like you three there. separate bits coming off it. But. You'd have to sit there and before, if she was coming on there, you'd have to look at the hand and go. Right. Mm. Remember the. Fox yeah. This is just, this is why Lou liked Annabelle that much because you're we'll like she's got no on. features. Yeah, we'll she's just got one little stump with three stitches down to simulate fingers. <laughs> oh god yeah, so yeah that, they, um, they're not in any any other accounts of no the they're not Everhood, yeah apart from their and, own and i was i would have anticipated possibly the tv show because that was quite fairly high budgeted as well i felt yeah. like that was a very very good tv movie very good. also was the yeah. film the film lights out with the guy from london's burning was that based on the enfield murders murder uh, uh, sorry, I keep saying murders. I mean, yeah, uh, haunted. I don't think so. It, I don't think it, that was based on. There it. was a film. There was a film where they were in like a, a, a semi-detached on the end of a council estate, and it was the guy from London's Burning. I'm pretty sure it was called Lights Out. It's set in Britain, and but obviously in the Enfield uh, story, there was no father involved. But this is where we, me and you were talking, Dean, about the Black yeah. Friar thing, which was set in Yorkshire. So I don't know if that's so the same. The right. Reason, the reason that the Warrens aren't in any account or any films that aren't funded by them. The or Warrens. Or the Warrens or the production <laughs> or Sapiro, companies. whatever it's called. Yeah, or any production companies involved with the Warrens is because they showed up on the day and were refused entry because they showed up unannounced, uninvited. and just They really? Go, and just told to go away. So I reckon oh, they, were, they, were I probably, never knew that. they were probably in the country already and just thought we could let's go and throw our Yeah, American, let's see if we can in, in a very American kind of way. Wild West show, sort of thing. Yeah, just show like up. saloon doors. We're hey, Americans! We're the, we're the Warrens. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to get exercised? Yeah, so <laughs> I think let's <laughs> just let's just ignore any involvement of the Warrens in Enfield Horton because they weren't they had no they had no say they had no I like and, and it was funny as well because Ed sits there and says that some of the paranormal uh, experiences that occurred while they were there in the house were some of the most um, what was it he said were some of the strongest that they had both ever felt so it's almost like they're like well, oh crap we've got to listen to them now. Because yeah. they said this, even though they were there for two Zero. minutes. Yeah. Like, the, it's just um, testament again it, to them just making like, shit up. It's, that's been categorically disproven by people going through the archives and looking at all the old footage. of It was the two little girls just fucking about. Yeah. The even they, were bang, they got caught banging brooms on the walls. Yeah, and Janet... And even jumping in 2000, on the bed and taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, Janet in 2014, in an interview, she said that... She said some elements, her and her sister, like, played up to it. Like, so, countless times. the... One of the things that I read about it, or you heard would. about it... You are. You would, wouldn't you? If you were a kid and you were getting all that attention from the news and stuff, you were oh, like, Of course you would. You'd amp it up. This is working? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, no, in, in the actual dramatisation, they were like, <laughs> she was getting beaten up, wasn't she, for being in the paper, like, you can't be famous, and then beat her up. All um, oh, right, at school and all stuff I, like that. One yeah. of the things that they were saying was that, I don't know actually if this happened, I, this might be the film, this is the problem where it, it spills into reality, was that they were saying that it wasn't until the Warrens came there and said to one of the guys, have you tried this? 
So apparently they like, again, lurked around for a bit in the car outside. Ed's just drawing pictures of the house. Like, this is a shit house. (laughs) And then then they said, they suggested something to one of the guys. And then they took on board what they said. And then that's where that story of the two tapes coming together came from. You know, like listening to a Tool album where you put all three on at once and it like actually makes a good song rather than just... (laughs) Doesn't. Three shit songs. No, no, nah, nah, that never happened. Three times worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, you... Maynard. You're a great guy, I guess. Um, but yeah, that that's what that idea of that came from there, apparently. But I don't. Think... So those girls in the all the dramatizations were saying that they were playing up because they were trying to the demon or whatever was trying to make them seem like adolescent so that the people would go oh fuck these guys they're just taking the piss like they're just jokers so because the Enfield Hall is like worldwide famous that's a big big kid for me that's the first mainstream paranormal case mine too yeah yeah, you know that's the one that everybody like referred to, and it was on. It was in national newspapers on the and it was, front page. Yeah, and it like, was. It was. And it very, wasn't the star, <laughs> and it was a very big episode that I remember. If it ever aired on um, Strange but True, I remember that episode when that aired, scaring the absolute living fuck out of me. And it yeah. was purely, purely where um, Michael Aspel sits there and he says like, "Oh." People talk about evidence never being available, whereas this is a case that holds some like hard evidence and that. And the the scene where they just have the tape recorder and they've made it look like the kitchen that their kitchen looked like. Yeah. And they've yeah. they darkened all the lights down and you've just got this like dictaphone playing and it's obviously Janet talking in her possessed voice like that. And I remember as a kid being like <gasps> There's footage. There is footage of that now, though, isn't there? There is like they've developed oh, yeah. old tapes of it, and it's on YouTube. And yeah, it's everywhere. It's but it's just a girl doing. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, but the, they're saying like on on a few of of the other podcasts um, that I listen to, they were saying like it would be hard for a, a young girl of that age to do that voice for such a long time. Yeah, and not have a, like. Also, she was like a keen ventriloquist, apparently. <clears throat> <laughs> she wanted. She was really good. She was or was that from Ed? Was that from Ed? No, though? No, no, you like dolls, don't you? I was going to say this sounds like the worst casting agency in the world. Like, I've got this doll, right? She's a bit beaten up now. She's got a few. She's been What's dragged around hold? a little Ignore bit. Ignore that. Ignore and that. You, hold you can do old men's voices without Ooh. moving your lips. How about like, how about well, you how about you make the voice of Annabelle? That's <laughs> fucking great. And the doll like Ed's got his hand up the fucking tall orifice of Annabelle, just like no, he's right. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! And he sells that idea to James Wan, and James Wan's like, "Yeah, let's do Annabelle. Sounds great. Let's let's run with that. Yeah. Awesome. And here we are." Yeah, most, most skeptics uh, say that it, it none of it is beyond the capabilities of an imaginative teenager. But then and- you had you had those two police officers that sat there and they were like, "We physically watched the chair move across the room, like on its own." Like, yeah, but you see what you want to see, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just I don't like I don't like our podcast anymore because it's making <laughs> Ben it's making Ben like yeah, none of it's real. What are we going to talk about? 
Next time. I, get too... I don't I... believe any of it anymore. Right, from now on, right, this is what we'll do. I won't research it, and then I won't be able to call bullshit on it. No, as as I research that means it, I have to do research, and I don't like that. As soon as I research <laughs> it, I go, oh, okay. I'm too practically minded. I'm gonna go, oh yeah, it makes total sense. So we won't let's, <laughs> oh, let's it all not, makes sense. It's not fun anymore. Let's not hang around. <laughs> Considering that they barely featured in the MVP. Yeah, I was gonna I wasn't even gonna bring well, I think I think it's good that you did because I wasn't aware of them being there, and I, I guess this is just still growing testament to me being. The, well, me that's why I said like, let's like, talk about that and get it out of the way because the yeah, problem yeah, was yeah. like so more like evidence the, like the, the werewolf of. Uh, let's be honest. Anything the fucking Warrens did in England, it was bullshit. <laughs> not yeah. not what they did in England. The werewolf was real, but they <laughs> you know they were bullshit. So what have we got now? In should the we? Th- we should. <laughs> we should probably because we. I mean, we're nearly into two hours. Uh, yeah. Let's. Then we should do the devil made me do it. Yeah. Okay. This, this is the one where you know what the Warrens uh, are the worst. Like the, 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 can we can we briefly skim over Amityville and the the oh, other you haunted go deep houses? On you want to go deep on this one, do you? On the well. Devil made me do it. Like yeah, because I've got I've got the devil made me do it and reasons to not be on the Warren side and also the Snedka family to do with the yeah. in Connecticut. So I've still got two to sort of focus on that are kind of rebuttals against their claims. But Amityville, those ones, Amityville was for me that so in America I would say Amityville is the Enfield, like the Enfield in America, like yes. everybody. So I've been to Amityville House. It's oh, nice. Fucking, and I don't know if it's because it's been built up in my brain. It's terrifying. Yeah. Really? Like, really? Ooh. I, so, do you want to do you want to explain the Amityville thing, and I'll explain when you? I don't really know. I see. I've I've always ignored Amityville because it's obviously there was barely any evidence for it. Yeah. No. Evidence. I'm gonna say that just just and, the narrative off the top I've of my seen, brain. Yeah, I've yeah, seen all 28 films. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. The the Amityville um, house is a, a house in Long Island. It's Amityville is, if anyone's been to Long Island, if you haven't been to Long Island, Long Island is a rich place. So it's like every, all on Long Island, most of it is really nice. Basically the Long Island Railroad runs all the way to the end of Long Island, Montauk. The further away you get from the railroad, the cheaper the houses get. Amityville house is literally on the on the lake it's absolutely incredible yeah oh yeah yeah so in 19 i want to say 74 or 5 okay a family called the lutzes got a steal on it apparently um or they got the house and you know it, it was like a perfect idyllic house i don't know if they just built there i don't know whatever the lutzes um, the, the lutzes the ones that moved in second who was the first, the Defoe's? Sorry, yeah. you do you do you have the narrative? Do you have it there? Like because it's probably uh, no, it's... I've just heard it a lot in the lot over the last two weeks. Right. So, okay. Um, what's his name? Matt or whatever his name is. The son. He was a son of the. There was like I think there was three kids and he was one of them. Three boys and the mum yeah. and dad. He basically shot and killed his mum and dad and his brothers in cold blood while they with a 
rifle that wasn't silenced but didn't wake anyone in the house. Didn't wake anyone in the house. And no one heard any of the shots. Yeah, is, what yeah. the fuck? So I think it was probably was silenced. <laughs> like, they found the gun though, didn't they? They've, they've yeah, so they they found the gun. Yeah, but, but again, you live you live next to a massive river, well, a, yeah. a lake. So yeah. for well, one, and also, why didn't you just throw the gun in the river? But two, Ameri- yeah. it probably wasn't the murder weapon. Like it's just Americans are just like you know the, the police are like in America they just go yeah that's that happened that's it and that's it draw a line under yeah it. You know, yeah, we've yeah. All seen, so we've he all he seen, runs. Like, he runs to he runs to a local bar and claims that he's come back and all his family are dead. Right? I thought it was the dad. I didn't. I thought it was the dad, but maybe it's because of the Hollywood version in my head. I don't know. He yeah. runs to a bar and then it later turns out that it was him who'd done it or him who got convicted of it. And then that all passes. And then years later, no. the Lutzes move. Oh, Fair yeah, exactly, Ben. You know this. This is it. I do zero research. Fair I just watch a lot of shit. Less than, le- I think it's like. 12 months, 13 months later, the Lutz is by the house and... They get they, a steal on it because it's they buy it cheap. Because yeah, six fight. people have just been yeah. murdered in it. Murdered in it, yeah. Uh, yeah, they move Carpet's in and they, they instantly start feeling <laughs> shit. But on the, the day they're moving in, a priest visits the house and he blesses the house and he goes upstairs into the top bedroom and as he's blessing that room, he hears a voice saying, Get out! Uh, so he goes downstairs and he says to the family, uh, oh, I've just heard a voice saying, get out. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say that. He says, oh, don't let anyone... Come in! <laughs> yeah, don't let anyone sleep in the upstairs bedroom. So they don't. They make it a sewing room or something uh and then for the next month they feel like they have loads of crap going on uh lots senior the dad he lets his hygiene go to hell you know he's not cleaning his dick he's grown a bit and if anyone's seen the film like it's ryan reynolds and he's just like not the old film the old film is the, the, like the, one the, of the, the recent the, remake yeah the brolin brothers the brolin dad in it but the yeah the new film's ryan reynolds and like ben says he's like smelly and yeah, basically, it's, it's, it's a month. It's my life, but my nothing like haunted. what Ryan Reynolds actually looks like. Yeah. <laughs> a, month, a month of hauntings, and eventually they leave. Um, they they pack up shop and they're like, they go, we're done. And then they so they get the Warrens. The Warrens swoop in. Oh, of course uh, they do. Yeah, so they weren't involved when the Lutz lived there at all. Um, they uh, well, it took them a while to paint, didn't it? So, <laughs> so they, on yeah, a boat they, on the river, it's a big house, <laughs> yeah. So, they, they get involved, and, and that's about it, really. Um, but I, sorry, go uh, ahead, Ben. It, the, the lawyer for the guy who did all the killings in the thing, he met with the Lutzes before they moved in. And apparently they got really drunk together and they all came up with the stories that they were going to tell. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so that's what I... They brought the house right, yeah, to cash in on it because I think what had happened, something had been going on that they that like, that they they saw it happen. Like there'd been a lot of these hauntings around America at the time and that they sort of moved in and started thinking that how they could make money on it. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that like some of the research and like rebuttals I've been trying to find for each of like the... Um, the cases like the main ones and stuff the amityville considering how fucking famous it is like 
barely any evidence. Oh, that one photo of that face that's Which allegedly is, that child peering out of the door. It's not. It's a something. bloke was get, they were they were obviously they were they were doing a press day there, and that's a bloke going, "Oh shit, take a picture," and he bent back. Yeah, that's what it is. Like that, that to me, it's it's a situation like what's that ranch in fucking Skinwalker Ranch? Oh, All no, these no, like, oh, no. this stuff's happening there, and there's Wait. like no barely any physical evidence of anyone. Anyway. <laughs> but I totally believe everything about Skinwalker Ranch. That is the yeah, best. But because using... you haven't done the research yet, man. That's <laughs> yeah, the, I'm that's just the listening issue. to people. Like... Yeah, but like that's what it feels like with the Amityville what horror. This guy claims someone else did it, whereas he actually did it, and. Yeah, he There's nothing story else loads to of it. Times as well. It's just the typical like horror or haunted house thing, as far as I'm concerned. That's what it just comes across to me. Like, oh look, it's infamous, and we've had these two whack jobs turn up. So, right, okay, must be legitimate. So, here we go. When I <laughs> when I went there, right, I surprised my pal who's actually got a tattoo studio in South. Um, it's called South Shore, sorry, um, and it's in Amityville. Oh, and I went there, surprised him, and I was talking to this guy, and I was just like, oh, before I go, I really want to see the Amityville house. And he was just like, oh, really? He was like, what have you heard about it? And they, I, I don't know, like, it wasn't Mikey who I was speaking to, but the, the guy who I was speaking to, I don't think they understand how worldwide that place is. Like, the place really? is, is oh. Amityville. So the only reason I stopped, I was going to Montauk because I really yeah. love Eternal Sunshine. And... I saw the Amityville sign. I was like, got to go there, aren't I? And yeah, then as, I got, as I got off the train, I was like, fucking hell, I forgot. My friend Mike's got a tattoo studio here. Like, it wasn't it, it wasn't even like a thought. It was just like, yeah. I'm going to go see the Amityville house. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to go see Mike. Went and saw Mike sitting there all day with him. And then their apprentice at the time, I think he was called Jesse. He was like, like big stone and he was just like oh, I'll take you to I'll take you to the Amityville house before you go back if you want because he'd heard me speaking about it sure. and he literally like he pulled up and he pulled up on the other side of the road and I was just like oh and in my mind like I'd, you know when you're having that chat with somebody and it's just there's just nothing like there and right. then I was just like when I came like I went out to see the house and I looked around and there's like now big um like conifers or whatever around the house you can yeah. see the boathouse the boathouse is still there which is fucking terrifying yeah so you yeah. can see the the house that they used in a lot of like the promo stuff and you see it at the end of the thing and it was nighttime you could see the light on the on the lake and stuff it was fucking terrifying and i don't know if it was terrifying because of the things i've built up in my brain but which yeah. then does tie into like the Lutz's family who moved in. So they'll have heard stories about what happened there. Right. And, you know, of course, they, so. they knew why they were getting the house cheap. Like, I don't care what emotions would elevate. But you'd, you'd already knew that in your head. Yes. So yes, in yes. my mind, because of all of Hollywood and everything, I saw the house and you you see it and it's got that like kind of old barn look to it and it's got yeah, the yeah, circle yeah. window. With the two and the, eye, like, eye the eyes. looking windows. Yeah. And you can see that just from the drive. So anyway, you can't, you know, she, the guy said to me, he was like, oh, you can walk down and knock on the door if you want to chat to him. I don't mind hanging around for you. And I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, I ain't doing Even that. Even though nah. I would have, now I would fucking love to do it. Yeah, yeah. Got back in the car and I was just like, oh, like, it was just really strange for me because he was on the side of the road that the house was on. Like, it's something that I like, on the train back, I was like, well, he went out of his way to park on the other side of the road. And I yeah, just asked him, was I was like, why do you park there? Yeah. And he was just like, man, nobody fucks with this shit. And I, you know, and it was like that, this really like awkward drive backwards. 
and um, back to the train set, uh, the metro. But he didn't turn around. He just went around the one-way system. Well, not the one-way system, but the yeah. He just did you know, not the want way to go around. near the house. And I asked him about it, and he said, "I said like, you know, do you get loads of tourists around here?" He was like, "Honestly, dude, like, we don't get anybody here anymore. Like, it's weird." And he said, "Do you know what the weirdest part about it is? One of the latest owners. So this was in two thousand and uh, two thousand and twelve. I went." Yep. He said, because I got, I got tattooed there, by the way, just to shout to my friend. Oh, Mike, yeah, yeah. At South End on Sea. Uh, South End on Sea, South Shore. He <laughs> said, look at Ben's face. <laughs> <laughs> he said that the latest owners had knocked the house completely down what? and rebuilt, rebuilt it, but slightly on a, another angle to face, uh, like, I don't want to say Mecca, but to face a more religious... So the Sample. house isn't the original house. It's slightly, but I, I don't, never knew that. I don't know if that's an like an urban legend to make the new people feel right. comfortable uh, in the house. Okay, okay, yeah. So I haven't researched it, like, and it's just like that's I say with really all these things. But he said they built the house. Uh, sorry, they knocked it down and built it all exactly the same, but slightly on a hill. And it, it's so, funny. Sorry, I don't go. know. Yeah, I don't know if that's if there's any truth to that, but. He he said that he'd heard that from like the girl who owns. So the the people who own it now are from like he said out west. So like obviously out west, it could be anywhere. It's fucking Long Island. Yeah, exactly. But he said yeah, that yeah. the daughter comes or the niece comes and gets tattooed at, at South Shore, and she said, yeah, they've renovated it, knocked it down, and moved it all slightly to the, but the same build to fit wild. in with the rest of the houses. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like that that much superstition there is created. Essentially, somebody to get a cheap house and then have to completely rebuild the fucking thing. Yeah, and it's so, it's funny that you do mention how uh, sometimes those, like, I guess, like, past history of it can, like, elevate emotions and create certain things, maybe. Like, when I, when I was working in Texas, I know it's not precisely the same thing, but when I went and visited the air, uh, Dealey Plaza where JFK had been shot, like... It's weird. Like, it's an unsettling area just because of something that has occurred there, like, in the past. So this new yeah. family where barely any of this evidence, as far as I'm concerned, it's just that that to me just sounds like a, a family that are just going through some issues. Have you like, guys oh, he's not hygienically um, look, He's not this... hygienically looking after himself. Oh, it's got to be a ghost. <laughs> it's got to this... be a demon. No, the, Lutz, the, the Lutz thing was purely, like, they fabricated the whole thing. They planned Yeah. They planned yeah. it. Like, it was all planned out. And they, Would you we, not find what we were talking about before? This is where, like, when I was talking about the the ske- the, the willing thing, right. it's changed It's changed somebody's history. Like, it's yes. changed. And, the you know, the idea and the concepts. So, for instance, there's a new show on Netflix. Everyone's talking about Bly Manor. I watch it. It's amazing. It's very slow, but when it gets there, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It builds the concept of willing and memory, yeah. and it's like when you actually like when it like clicks, you're just like fuck. Like right, that, I con- under- that, yeah. that idea, yeah, manifests in your brain. Like when, I think Ben, the first thing you had, you said on tonight was that. You've most, I think both of you said it, in fact, Dean, uh, Dean and Ben said it mostly is a manifestation of the concept of something, not the actual yeah, like thing wanting itself. It, wanting it to happen, even if yeah. it hasn't, it's like you're wanting it to. And you saying, like, them knocking down that house and moving it ever so slightly. I can't, I can't just, find ever, any evidence of that happening. 
Yeah. But like, yeah, that, exactly. That, well, that's so, the thing, like... Yeah, I, it's just something that they now in Long Island, it's just, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Oh, no, nothing happens here anymore. Like, it's quite funny that that slight alteration to the law and the history of it, whether it be true or not, has clearly shifted the, but the also, way... also as well, though, imagine... Imagine the person who bought the house might have made that made that up, like exactly could have, to, could have quite easily put of... barriers around the fucking building for a bit. Oh, we're knocking the Amityville house down. We're going to rebuild it. So yeah. one, the person thinks they're getting a brand new house. Two, they think that it's facing some religious fucking monument or whatever, Direction. which yeah, yeah, can't yeah. physically be like. Because I mean, I can. I can speak to Mikey and ask him like if there is any kind of like value to what Jesse was saying. Like I believe what Jesse was saying, but I think that to me, if I was trying to sell a haunted house, I'd be like, oh, it's not even the same house anymore. Like I've knocked it down, you know, all, yeah, the, like, it's all the fucking yeah. bugs are out of the floorboards and all the all the sacrifice. Because this yeah. is this is one of the things that they because I know Ben wants to touch on the demonology part. I can see him itching. <laughs> no, I, I've got. My, I, I want to go on to the occult museum. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, we'll finalise with the Amityville horror. Like, like I said, that has been stapled into our history of paranormal and this, that, the other. As as old as like, well, it's the Enfield haunting is the earliest of our uh, knowledge and history. Granted, Borley Rectory was also there, but then you've got Amityville horror, which is the haunted house of America. We all know about it. Um, it's it's a Skinwalker Ranch situation. There's not enough evidence. It's those. To it's even it's those names. Up. It's those. Yeah. It's those kind of like Amityville. If if that hadn't have happened, like I said to you, if that hadn't have happened in Amityville, the word wouldn't send shivers up your spine. Like to me, it still does. Like the word Amityville makes it's like oh, it horrorville, Devilville. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's what so much of our culture has been built on is that Creating. concept yeah. and yeah, that creating. kind of like. And he, like you say about uh, Enfield as well, like nobody would have fucking known about Enfield apart from the people who lived in Enfield. Like, and it's yeah, the exactly, sound yeah. of it and the the wording. It's like every every kind of association with those kind of the things Enfield creates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, you don't even have yeah. to say it. You're like you just say Amityville or Enfield. People, yeah. you know, most people in the loop would be like, no, that doesn't bother me. But as soon as you put that seed in their head, they're just yeah. like. Oh shit! I won't forget that now. Which is so, yeah. Like... I I I think it's again another thing, another big situation that was clearly just a murder from a psychotic person that was going through a schizophrenic episode, and now these guys just leached themselves on top of it, exactly. saw an opportunity, painted a few pictures. Boom! There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. the way. That's again snakes, snake oil. Oh, it look is. at this opportunity we've got here. Woo! Yeah, and then the Warrens come after, like because they can put a name to it, or they can help them write a book. You know, right, it, yeah, which they have done. And, yeah. and by this by this point, they are the the team that you bring in to bring legit to legitimize a case like this. Is you the yeah. Spenglers. Yeah. Yeah, the Spenglers, yeah. Um, and which is gonna bring us on to the next one, I think, is that that they were they'd got to a point now where they were so recognized as experts and yeah. in this that that <laughs> someone tried to use them as a defense in a murder trial. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, oh. Which is known as the devil made me do it um, trial, but that, that didn't even get taken into court. That devil made me do it. That was, uh, that was a potentially going to be one of the, um, one of the 
defenses, but they didn't go with it. And they went for self-defense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, because in the court of law, like there is the, a section the court, like the uh, judge, self-defense, the judge would, manslaughter, the devil made me do it. The, yeah, the, that the one. Judge, yeah, that one. <laughs> the judge wouldn't wouldn't let them wouldn't let them stay stand trial. Wouldn't wouldn't no. let them be witnesses because yeah. they were like, this is just bullshit. Yeah, because um, you can't in you. Essentially, even though when you go into into court, you have to swear on the Bible, but they don't so, they don't allow you to like say, "Oh well, uh, Jesus possessed me and said that it's okay." No, you can't do that. So that case was um, uh, we've called it the devil made me do it was of a guy named Arn Shern Johnson. Is that correct? How you pronounce yeah. it? Okay, Arnie. Yeah, Arnie Shern Johnson. He was arrested because he the devil uh, made me do it. Yeah, he, uh, he, he was arrested and tried for murdering his landlord, Alan Bono. Yeah. And in his legal defence, as Ben mentioned, that they were trying to uh, claim that the devil had made him do it. Well, I and, don't um, think it was that big of a thing. I think it was probably just one of the options that they put forward. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And like, obviously, the, the Warrens like to play up their involvement in everything they do. Right, um, and and they they had also claimed that his stepson David was possessed by this same spirit, and that the Warren the Warrens were like linked with it a lot, like with with the case in general. But they one again more evidence of them making claims that they can't back up. Essentially, was that Ed had said that they had performed a total of three exorcisms on David uh, Arn's stepson. To which the, all of the priests that were involved in this case, because, of course, they brought the idea of him being possessed to a court of law. And, of course, priests would be needed to do this. All the priests sat there and were just like, no, no, he didn't. No, they didn't even. <laughs> there, were, there were never any exorcisms uh, taking place during this. Yeah. Yet Ed Warren claimed that they had exercised uh, Arn, sorry, uh, the stepson three times. Yeah. And then, Arn, <laughs> then one night Arn said... Um, pleading, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll, I'll do anything. Just let me take the demon. I'll take the demon. I'll take, and the demon used that as a as a chance to swoop in and and uh, demonically uh, <laughs> control on. Um, but actually, if you read into it, um, on was protecting Mike his, closer. He was protecting. There we go. Arn was protecting his. Uh, girlfriend at the time sister who was getting molested by the um by the uh, landlord by the landlord and he and he there was a struggle and he stabbed him with his pen knife and so what better way to try and get off of it oh well well, they uh, yeah i think it's like one of the things they could say but i think they were probably always going to go with self-defense and the warrens probably went well you could say he was demonically possessed and they've gone no no we're not going to do that and then they go, and then the defense lawyer's probably gone. I mean, we could try it. Yeah, exactly. No, As we're a, not doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then, you never know. Yeah, but but as well, uh, it came out um, in 2007. Carl Glatzel, uh, David's older brother, the stepson of Arn, successfully sued the Warrens for unspecified damages, claiming that the family were the mini- uh, family were manipulated by the self-proclaimed demon- uh, demonologists for yeah. monetary gain. Carl claimed the Warrens simply created yeah. a, a phony story in an attempt to gain money and fame as paranormal investigators, while at the same time exploiting David's mental illness in the process. They successfully sued them. Yeah, David. David apparently, David's life was ruined. Like they, school life was ruined by it, and so yep. was his. Um, 
Yeah. So and, and he they, also and they sued David. Them yeah. Yeah, and David. Um, in the end, wrote a book. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was basically him explaining the whole situation and how everything that the Warrens had fabricated turned into the book of the the, the haunting or the book that led to the movie The Haunting in Connecticut. Was it the? I think it was like The Devil Inside My Head or something. Oh, de- in my it's head. called The Devil Devil in Connecticut. I think the name. Of the Devil book. in Connecticut. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and I think there was a. There was like a, it was sorry. There was another family that was linked to the haunting of Connecticut. Yeah, uh, this is the this is the one. This is the, Sned, <laughs> this is the Snedka house. Oh, yeah, it's the Snedka. Oh my god, this is the best one. Again, uh, did you I, guys watch the Sally Jesse Raphael link that I sent? No, oh, I no. haven't. No, I'm. Oh I'm, my right, god, I'm JJ, looking forward I, to this. I know what happened, but I this one <laughs> I I totally just switched off and. I think this is this is kind of the same as, as the the conjuring the original conjuring film, but the actual yeah. family from that basically told the warriors to piss off you making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think so JJ, is, uh, you clearly know though. more about this one than me. Right. I'm not gonna lie, I don't. I oh, okay. I watched <laughs> I watched Sally Jesse Raphael. Uh I think it's must be in the 80s. It's like neon and fucking shit. Anyway, she's just like, and we got a family coming on and they uh, they claim their house is possessed by the devil himself. And then they're just like, <laughs> they introduce his family. Oh my God. <laughs> I... <laughs> ben, have you got the narrative? <laughs> have you got the actual thing there? Because I can't, I don't What's think I'm going to be able Oh, Sorry. Scared My cat's playing with a fish. Scared the oh, right. shit out of me. <laughs> I wonder what that was. So let's start off. What? Oh, oh look, look. Oh my god. Fucking cat. Uh, everyone that isn't watching, uh, JJ's just shown the cat's toy, and it's uh, what? Which one? It's a fucking weird fish, but it doesn't have an hole in its anus. Oh no, the Snedka. Well, is the Snedka the one that they made the conjuring about? Uh, no, so it was the right, Connecticut movie. Is I what think the Snedka family was. So the Snedka family moved into a house that used to be a funeral home. Funeral oh, that yeah, was yeah. connected to a hospital that their son was being treated at for cancer. But um, it wasn't. There was no hospital. There was no mortuary. Or right. If yeah. They, or if there was, they would have had to be told about it before they yeah. moved in. But the, the because no, 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 no. It was a funeral home. It was it a was mortuary. Home. No, 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 it was a funeral home. Definitely a mortuary. (laughs) It was a funeral. It was a funeral home. The morticians at the funeral home, there were rumors that they had been consistently committing acts of necrophilia on the recently deceased and blah blah blah. But there wasn't any physical evidence of people being arrested and suspicion or claims. It was just urban legend in the area of this. Again, another family who bought a house because it to be, I would you guys buy a funeral home as a house? Yeah, well, apparently they didn't know. Mm. But they wouldn't. I mean, I think the massive body wench that they claimed that was in the house would have given it away. Like, I personally, I mean, I live in a bungalow, so I don't have a body wench. But they said that there was a a, a wench that went. Well, you lift right, them, lift them off of the yeah, like the, the, the from the basement, tables. from the basement to the second floor. Because apparently the you don't would, miss something like that. They would do them. They would like not do them. Obviously, that's what they got done for. But they would like get all the shit out at the bottom, like all yeah, the entrails yeah. and blood and stuff, and then take them up to the next floor where they'd do all the makeup, 
and then next floor and then put them in a coffin and then drop them back down and that was it for the family and then just ship, you know, like my oh, girl ship. Okay, they okay, would ship okay. them in and then... Yeah. So huh. the, the family moved in and apparently they were like... So I, I believe that there was a brother and a sister and then a niece was living there and they were making claims of like, again, things moving, yeah. who are like black shadows and things that, you know, you sorry, this fucking fish is going off again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unexplainable things. And then they would basically say, oh God, this is, this, this is, can I just explain the Sally Jesse Raphael thing? Because this yeah, is exactly. all I know about it. So yeah. they, they claim that Who they are they, were, first of all? Sally? Sally Jesse Raphael like is like, Trisha. Uh, like Jerry Springer. Oh, like, right, right, right. Okay, and okay. It's a TV show. It's a TV <laughs> show. She's, she's Jeremy Trisha. <laughs> oh, Trisha. Um, kiss my teeth. Kiss my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so right. is that a talk so, show? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and it's like a really 80s talk show. She's got like Deirdre Ballows on and she's like, she's, bless her, she's lovely. She's like, she wants to believe everything, but the audience are cunts. Like, let's be really? honest, it's awful. Ooh. Yeah. So they bring this family on. There's the husband, the wife, the niece, and the, the son. First thing, they go, right, um, I believe that you... Um, they don't cut the mustard. They just ask him a little bit, like, oh, there's a bit of shadow everywhere. And they're like, yeah, all right, talk to me about the rape. Talk to me yeah. about the sodomy. And they're like, they ask the what? woman, she's like, yeah, I was sodomized by a demon. And then he talked to the niece, and the niece is like, look... I can't, I can't, I can't say anymore. I was, I was, I gotta, and then the, the, the mum's like, sorry, the auntie to her is like, yeah, basically she was in bed one night, the demon tugged her duvet off and then she got up inside her and then they're all, all the audience are like, Woo! like, oh my God, Stop I can't it. believe it. Oh! And then, oh my God. And then they're like, to distract from it a little bit, speak to the son, he's like, yeah, I've seen all kinds of spooky stuff. Black shadows everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And then Sally Jester Raphael was like, that's not what the audience want to hear. Talk to me about the sodomy, Mr. <laughs> Skegler, or whatever he's called. Snedka, and yeah. he's just like, yeah. And then she's like, well, just to show, just for you to show me, we've got a full life-size bed. And they wheel this bed out. These, no way! This couple get in this bed. He has to, he has to relive his his rape from a demon. Hang on, I'll find it. What? So he, he has to he has to relive his rape. It's, oh no, they don't call it rape. They call it sodomy. It's like I was in bed one night and I noticed that she had disappeared. His wife and he's like, all of a sudden I feel this. Strong presence running up my leg. And the next day I know, I couldn't move. And he's like, I feel him grabbing up. And it literally, like, he's talking about being bum-raped by a ghost. <laughs> Wait. He's doing it in a bed, like an actual bed in front of a studio people, in front of 10 million people fucking watching it. And he's just like... And he doesn't, he's, he's not bothered. He's, he literally looks like he's reading off a script. Are, and the wife's just like patting him on the back, just like, yeah, carry on telling everyone. So, and oh, go on, Ben, no, sorry. Oh my God, right, I can't so, believe I haven't seen this. I've, uh, this is one of the ones, obviously, I've, I've had to research this as well. 
And this is like all bullshit. Like none of the none of it is true, right? The 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 guy that they got the Warrens paid to write the book out about, which is a guy called Ray Garton, is like a professional. Yes, yeah. He's a he was a fiction writer. He's a fiction. He's a horror fiction writer, and it and it follows a pattern of the Warrens getting in horror fiction writers to help them write their books and for their mm. cases. So he said that he interviewed the entire family and none of their stories lined up. Their their family was fucked up. They were Yeah, they they were having a lot of drug addicts, drug abusers. Yeah, there was a lot there was a lot Yeah, so the the big the big thing in the Sally Jesse Raphael thing. I need to just get this one out because it's probably (laughs) my my favorite thing I've watched for weeks. So after after the guy Is this the only research you did? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't do it very well because I didn't know the original story. But the sh- the guy sheepishly gets out of the bed and then puts the de- puts the <laughs> back where it was, and then the bed just rolls away. <laughs> it sounds like something out of South Park. It's awful. It's sitting back down. <laughs> Someone in the audience was just like. Literally, like, baying for blood, just like, we want to know more about the sodomy. And the woman was like, yeah, I got sodomized a lot. And then wheel like, the bed back me, out. Come on, guys. Talk to me about the time that uh, your neighbour saw you running down the street. And she goes, I was being sodomised the whole way while running down the street. And all I can imagine is, like, when you go to a toilet at a pub and you get a bit of kitchen roll stuck on your shoe and you can't shake it off. But it just follows you <laughs> all the way. But she was like making out there's like 12 demons inside it while she's trying to run away. Just like, ah! I and just, just trails the kitchen roll everywhere. <laughs> 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 Apparently, she was trying to get a daughter or a niece away from the house. And then the woman in the audience is just like, what did you do after that? She was like, well, we calmed down and we went back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that you're lying there's no, no way it's, it's 100% true like and, the fucking, and then all of a sudden it seems like everyone else in the audience is like a like a fucking a neighbour because he's just like yeah and and the son used to come round to my house and do drugs and then it was like Wah! and it literally after that every fucking audience member stands up and they're like yeah, and he never used to empty his recycling. He's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's not franchise oh, each other and shit. It's hilarious. But <laughs> so, like, do you see what I mean? This is this like this is just testimony. And, and did Lorraine Warren come out? And Lorraine literally looks like it's her first TV interview ever. She's just sat there, just like, oh my god, you know, like a kid's first day at school, and Ed's just like. He sat next to this guy who's just like, these guys are talking bull crap. They didn't get no ghosts. And Ed's like, yeah, we, they did. we got ghosts. And he's just, oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever seen. I need to see and this. Sally, I can't Sally believe Justin it. Raphael's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think? And he's just like, this is bull crap. You are talking nothing but lies. You are the devil. And he's like, oh, I suppose you're going to make a story about me, are you, son? That's, this is superb. I need to see this. I can't believe I missed this. Oh, fuck. Have you got it? Have you got the link? JJ watched it enough for all of us. I've got the link. Yeah, yeah. I've got it here. 
It's on VHS as well. It can, someone keeps pausing it to get out the commercial breaks. <laughs> uh, it's I love so it. good. So after that <sighs> exciting uh, re- reliving of a Sally Jessica Raphael uh, episode, basically, yeah, the 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 Warrens got Ray Garten in to investigate. To help write the book, yes, he, yeah. He interviewed every member of the family. Said that family is fucked up, but none of this, none of their stories line up. Yeah, uh, he said, uh, and he said this to Ed, and Ed said, "Just write what you want." Yeah, that was <laughs> it, right. Ray Garton had he had he had told a horror magazine uh, in I can't remember how many years after it was, uh, but yeah, he he told the horror magazine that he interviewed all of the family and that he approached Ed in saying to them that, well, this is what they're saying, and it doesn't sound paranormal. It sounds like they have a lot of personal and family issues. And Ed had physically said, oh, they're crazy. You've got most of the story. Just use what works and make the rest up. Just that, to intervene here. Oh, here we go. Sorry, go on. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> in the Sally Jasse Raphael one, they bring on the family who's moved into the house. Oh, my God. Nothing's and they are literally just like, <laughs> I have not seen nothing in that house. And the guy just won't make eye contact with any, like, there's, at this point, there's like 15 people on stage. And he's just like, not making eye eye contact. He's just like, I have not seen anything in this house. And then the (laughs) sun is leaning round, like, like a Jeremy Kyle thing. And he's just like, you see there's demons, there is nothing in my house. Like arguing that there is, like he has to argue that there's nothing in his bedroom. And they're like, you just haven't seen it. And then the woman who used to have the house is telling them to pull up the floorboards because apparently somebody went in there and did a ritual and placed, have you you seen it Ben, right? Placed loads of bits of tin. She's saying, go around and see the tin. And everyone's just like, what are you talking about? Like pull up the floorboards. Pull out the skirting boards. There's loads of tin. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? This is just like... She's just holding his microphone, just like, what the fuck? And then there's a guy in the house going, I've seen him once, digging this. And oh my God, it's uproar. It's absolutely incredible. (laughs) I need to see this. This But Lorraine Warren's just, again, just sat there like... "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I just just see some shadows and stuff. We'll put, yeah, like, that, we'll put the link in the Discord and make yeah. sure you do. Have you got it? The, no, we'll put it in there at some point. We'll put it in there. I've got it here as well. But uh, if you've got it, JJ, whack it in there. And for if sure. you're listening and you're not part of the Discord, join the Discord because we want to hear what you guys think of yeah, uh, some of these cases. Um, there's a, a quote from Rob uh, Ray Garton that says, "If Lorraine told me the sun would come up tomorrow morning, I'd get a second opinion." <laughs> it kind of kind of goes to uh testament to what we what people think of lorraine warren's powers right um yeah she's fully legit there's a few other um cases there's the small smell haunting which also ends in sexual assault from ghosts of course it does uh This goes back to like the history kind of stuff though, doesn't it? Like, oh, I didn't get, I didn't cheat on my wife, but I did get sucked off by a ghost. That's it. And She was just very pale and on crack cocaine. It was transparent. Yeah. And and then, and then of course, uh, where they're 
was the occult museum that Ed and Lorraine started, which had uh, Annabelle. She was there and uh, loads of other uh, haunted dolls. Uh, there's no case files or evidence to go with these haunted dolls, but they were haunted, according Just to Just allegedly. Uh, and then there was another um, uh, thing. Uh, so, yeah, these paranormal, these skeptics went to look around the Warren Occult Museum. And we'll end soon. I just need to tell you a story because I thought yeah, it was yeah, yeah. hilarious. Um, and Ed was giving them the tour and he was holding up things and that. And of course don't he touch was. Any, don't touch anything like you'll be possessed. We'll have to douse you in holy water and bless you before you leave. If you touch anything, please don't touch anything. So obviously <laughs> these blokes have gone uh, and they've touched everything. Uh, <laughs> I love they, it. They, they, they were picking up books that Ed was saying that they were like demon, demon, um, ritual books and, and shit and yeah from the 1700s and one of the guys picked it up and it was actually just the dungeons and dungeons and dragons book what no love it he goes and this book is like it was something and he goes it's very famous and guess what book that was dean Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i knew it would be i knew it would be fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> That and hard in book. Yeah, but they've got the one that you've got, Dean, probably. Like with the oh, DVD, the actual face, yeah. With the DVD inside it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed just didn't hadn't opened any of it because he was too scared. <laughs> he bought the Evil Dead 30, 37th special edition. And then, and then, <laughs> um yeah, and then there was this this this, this a videotape. Um, that they say shows someone disappearing, which uh, they they actually allowed someone to uh, to sort of give it to certify it. They were like that convinced it was real. Yeah, in mind, it's a tape that they made themselves. <coughs> they the guy who they got to report it and do the review on it. Uh, he goes, he goes, well, you can clearly see where they stop recording. The person leaves the room and they start recording again. <laughs> and then it goes and it's because the time it, thing at the yeah, bottom <laughs> time code. 33 uh, 34 then, obviously they they weren't that smart uh and then they go and then you can see an orb where his spirit carries on but if you if you no wait if you if you look earlier in like about 12 frames earlier you can see where that light source is it's a car pulling up pulling past on the driveway <laughs> <laughs> fucking sake <laughs> like, 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 so it basically the, what they've done is they've tried to build it, fill this room with memorabilia of these cases and they've yeah. got back he's got a backstory for everything because like ed is a really really creative guy <laughs> like he's it he's sounds got, like it he's got a great imagination and like yeah yeah you know it's, it's, it's just his art skills are fucking shit <laughs> can't draw for toffee yeah, uh, <laughs> I know people like that. They're like, I yeah. can learn. I can learn. Like, I can no, learn. you can't. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't learn. You, you can't nothing. Learn. Uh, so yeah, basically, they, they, this occult museum is full of utter shit. Um, the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been closed now. It's closed. It oh, I was just about to say if um, if we could raise I'd enough to money go. to get there. No, I'll do a skydive. I'll shave my hair. I, th- I think Tony Spear, the son-in-law, has gone. Look, this is all shit. We've got no backup. For this. Like, I feel like he's had a tough time over lockdown because all of a sudden he's got 
Hi, I'm uh, Tony Shapira, and uh, this is my story about the Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. If you want, if you want to hear it, um, subscribe to my YouTube That's channel. A, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's not even that good. It's like it's here, like underneath. And I feel really sorry for the guy. I reckon he probably he probably spent his life savings buying that museum off him. And guys, whatever you whatever you think. You could, you could, if you want to become a patron for the uh, Nespa and help support Tony Spira and... Uh, I mean, don't. Just give us the money. Right. When you think about it, and you go to, <laughs> I was about to say that. When you, when you think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join this, I'm going to get the all access. Don't. Give it to us. Give us the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if we get enough, if we get enough, <laughs> what we do is we'll get, then get the all access patron for a week and we'll just release it on, uh, on our Discord channel. Sounds like a great and I, I've, I'm not saying that I've had dreams about this, but um, I know what's on the All Access. It's just Annabelle spreading her cotton-filled hole. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's, the, that's the VIP access, that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's her OnlyFans. She's got, she's got her own, like, sub-link on there. Yeah. So, and, and, I Dirty mean, bitch. The Occult Museum is yeah, basically just full of toots. It is. It just looks like tut. It literally looks like tut. Like I, there is no like. For instance, you've got some lampshade that looks like it's got a skull with like a big like grey wig on top of it. Why is that there? <laughs> you've got a Michael Myers looking like William Shatner mask that's got like really big bushy eyebrows and a big sort of like I don't know, sort of like what's what's one of those moustaches? What are they? You know, um, you got goatee. You're like, well, it's kind of a goatee and a moustache. And you've got one of them. That just looks like a load of shit. Like, it just looks... <laughs> so, if anyone's listening at home, we don't actually want the money to go there. Although no, I we think... do. Yeah, we do. I, I definitely want to go there. The beginning of A House of a Thousand Corpses was basically like this. They were they were yeah. travelling the, the sideshow freak shows. And then, you know, Captain Spaulding and his family fucked him over. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Just in case you haven't say, seen in it one, yet. It's only in 20 one pi- years old. In one picture, it looks like it's got Jigsaw's mask like in the top right-hand corner of it. Like, it probably has. That's that's where the stories of Saw came from. Yeah. <laughs> I once knew this man. He made a, a house full of mouse traps. So, and the problem was he didn't <laughs> want to go to work, so he put his keys... He threw his keys on the mousetrap furthest away <laughs> from him. Threw his keys, I tell you. I want to play a game. <laughs> Do you want to go to work and provide for your community? So. Through his keys and there was like, no, I don't want to go to work. No, I ain't doing that. It's okay because your whole country's in lockdown. You can rest (laughs) easy for another night. I don't know why it's Mickey Rock who was the voice of Saw in my life. Yeah. Mickey Rock. We don't know about these. But Mickey Rock does anything now, don't he? He Yeah, uh, of course. He boxes boxes two bump chumps in Taiwan for like a quick buck. But uh, right. So. In conclusion, do we all believe in the paranormal? One, two, three. Yes. 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 Do you you believe... There's a bit of a delay. Do you believe the Warrens are the forefront and need to be trusted? Slightly. No. 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 Like if we were on uh, BBC Two's Room 101, I would put the Warrens in. Oh yeah, without a doubt, the Warrens would be from straight in Room 101. I disagree. 
Also, uh, JJ, and I, I and believe, I believe that they're. Think- I believe. I believe, I believe that I got sodomized by 15 ghosts all at once. <laughs> I, they were hanging out of me like an old cotton blanket. I, <laughs> I think there was once a belief, but once oh. it went, once the, the dollar signs started appearing, it just I, think that be- I think that belief may have... Or, I, man, I, I feel that, 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 still, that still like drives you like... Without getting like philosophical, like it still drives you. Like you, you get to a point, you know, when we were talking before about DMT and stuff like that. You get to a point in your life where things like that come into play, and you then it's like a hard reset, and you're just like, mm. maybe I didn't need that. And I feel like if if you gave the Warrens R.I.P. Paul one for him, if you'd have given them that in the eighties, they'd have probably just been like. We probably could be doing something better than fucking swindling people out of their money. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the funny cases with those guys is that they brought a lot of people on board with them, and they made a lot of money as well. Like, yeah, oh, that I family you were just them. talking about. I cannot. The looks his family, them. you know. Like, I feel sorry for their other nine nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine cases that didn't get any money. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> especially when they, they were, yeah, they, they did exist. They, they the ones existed. they haven't made movies out of at the moment. I believe that they believed what they were doing was right. I right. Don't, yeah. I well, sorry. I believe Lorraine believed what they it's, were doing was right. I don't think. I don't think Ed. I don't think Ed, Ed had any. I don't think he had any talent at all. Not even just a drawing talent. Because no. I haven't seen them, but the way Ben yeah. described it, it sounds horrendous. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just sounds another, like a very good con man. Another little bit of thing about Ed is that he apparently had an affair with a 15-year-old when he was in his mid-30s. Oh. Yeah. oh. And, and Annabelle grows up quick. Judith Penny uh, claims that she aborted uh, more than one of Ed's children in 1973 and 74. Uh, and, a, and did he also, just put it down to mental health? Penny also <laughs> or demon possession. A sworn declaration <laughs> that Ed was abusive to Lorraine, stating that sometimes Ed would actually have to slap her across the face to shut her up. And I believe Jesus, that. And some nights I thought they were going to kill each other. So. I believe that. I 100% believe that. Because if you look at old interviews between them two, like old interviews where they're together, she like the Sally Jesse Raphael. She don't. She, show, don't, she, she is don't, complete. She yeah. doesn't speak at all. No. And then as soon as she died, she was like, "As soon as he died, fuck." Yeah. yeah as soon sorry, as he sorry, died. As soon as he died. Just, yeah. She's like she. She's doing Everywhere. interviews with like everyone, like Hollywood. Like she wants to get out there, and it yeah. feels like one of those old married time relationships. Like yeah, old timer. Yeah. I met him from school. Uh, from fucking what? He forced me to live in a car Swimming college and, be- and because And because religion We had to get married Yeah And yeah, he, yeah. that's That's how it seems to me Because you watch Any interview with her She's always in the background And this is why I believe she did Have that talent Like this And it, maybe that's my Naivety But I believe that She probably did see The things she did That see things. she claimed yeah. She saw But yeah. I believe that guy Was just like yeah, but I'm gonna capitalize on it because I'm a big Yankee. Yeah, Ed was too controlling, and he he was clearly able, or at least he knew that he could whack a dollar on it, or more. Yeah, 
Like, yeah. And like, I do I, feel I, sorry for her because it was like she seemed, after he died, she seemed like a girl on spring break. And and it goes and plus, back. Sorry. No, 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 no. Go on. If she's a fucking clairvoyant, it's not like he's died anyway. She's just like, like oh, you can talk all you want, Ed, but yeah. I'm going to turn you off now because I'm clairvoyant. So fuck you. And then he's just like, <laughs> ah! he's like in his like little spirit box, like, no! He's, no. he's inside yeah. Annabelle. Yeah. He's like, she's physically forced oh, him inside. Oh, he's like, ah, he's inside, isn't he? Goes, <laughs> ah! Just look on the outside, on the inside looking out. Oh, so it, it just the stitches it, are coming away and she's like no so are you back it's like <laughs> it, it comes back around to what I was saying at the start as to how <laughs> I I really like the Warrens characters uh, how they're being or how Hollywood are portraying them I think yeah. they're a very I think it, they're a likeable duo in the sense of that you can take the Warrens and place them in any cryptozoology paranormal event and kind of yeah. Even if they were never involved in it, put them into it and it'll make it like entertaining. From an yeah, entertaining do you feel like it's like in, in it's the... like Batman and Robin when they were doing anti drug campaigns? Don't do fucking, I don't, probably won't smack, but don't smoke weed, guys. <laughs> in the uh, Conjuring universe, um, Ed and Warren, uh, Ed and Lorraine, they Lorraine, are like, yeah. yeah, they're like the. the they're cool. The fifties Mulder and Scully that got married instead yeah. of like yeah, you know, like that's what I like but, about them. But the reality is that Ed was just like a Yankee kind of fat snake oil freak. salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's and, not and, quite as slender as the guy who played. Or in tall or handsome. In fact, yeah. he looks like Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. He was the American version of Boise. And also, Boise. he is Lorraine. <laughs> Who plays her in the films? She's fucking fit. The yeah. one, the actual Lorraine looks like the girl who she does looks like Pennywise in Poltergeist. Oh god! She's like, come to the lad, Caroline. I was like, that must be based on her. Her head has the same yeah. proportion, like a well, lot of forehead, probably. little face, big brow. You got, you got to kind of think like, how much was Hollywood, um, sort of. Like, did they take on of the Warrens? Because if the Warrens were the most famous uh, for doing that, how much did people just go, oh, just make them look like the Warrens? So on, yeah, yeah. on the those conspiracy guys, shout out to those guys, they talk about the contracts that they had, that the Warrens had already sold to people back in the, like, late 80s. Really? Contracts before, like, I, before we'd even heard of them, like... They'd already sold the contracts to, to their stories, stories yeah. to things, and this is where like loads of these like conflicts come in play. Like, yeah. obviously, we're gonna like wrap it up soon, but they're like, it's very weird. Like, yeah. especially with Hollywood being how it is. Yeah, it's like, like, so yeah. The, that's why the Conjuring stories are so different to the real stories because the real stories were sold on years ago to one production company right yeah yeah then they were then sold again to which right. then these executives would look down and be like fuck we couldn't so even make a, a tv a, movie out of this it's enough to kind of play with that they are they're <laughs> right. not breaking any contracts everyone's happy kind of thing so, yeah, yeah yeah and at the same time they were saying that the they were saying 
saying that they were slightly misled in some of the things that they were selling because Lorraine talks about how she sold the rights to one of Ed's books once he died. But then she was arguing about what was written in the book and the guy was saying, well, basically the book is canon. Like the book is, the book is there for anybody to take. Like that's not my fault. I'm being courteous by giving you a chance to say your part. And she was like, yeah, but that book isn't really what happened. And he was like, well, if that was the case, why didn't you say that when the book was being produced? Not why aren't you saying this when the film's being produced? And she literally didn't have a leg to stand on because she was obviously a battered wife. She was probably just like, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to get one of those big fucking gammons around my chops. Takes back to what Ray Garton said was make it, uh, Ed said, just make up, fill in the gaps, make it up yourself. Yeah, and why they got in fiction writers to write their to write their books because right, they needed exactly, someone yeah. to obviously if the books aren't entertaining and entertaining then no one's going to want to want to read them. So it, right. it, it it feels like that maybe like you said, Lorraine seems like she was kind of legit clairvoyant, or at least thought she had the the sight, um, and Ed had the foresight to. Uh, Sell, sell everything and anything. <laughs> everything, put a dollar sign. That was a perfect combo, like yeah. an absolutely perfect combo. But we, we know, uh, like, we're interested to it. We listen to true crime podcasts. We listen to paranormal podcasts. We watch Hellier. You know, we get into all this stuff because it's it is entertaining. And, it's entertaining and at it's the end of the day. Always been entertaining because even back in like the sixties, Ed knew that people. It was. People it was something it. that was going to be entertaining. Yeah. And but it's still entertaining now, isn't it? Especially yeah, with marks. how wild our world is. It's like, still, I think we said it. we said this on Hellier again, didn't we? Like we just said, like, people, when you talk to people about it, like, oh, I listen to your latest podcast. Yeah, what do you think? Like, oh, I'm not on board. Cool. That's that's fine. Like, it's when people At are like, you listen. can't believe yeah. you believe that fucking shit. I was like, look, man, it's partly... It's partly like a hobby. Like yeah. I fucking yeah. love, I love thinking about it. Don't necessarily yeah. like. Yeah. And you know, you know. It, and you, I don't know how you guys feel, but I believe it up until I'm proved wrong or I've proved. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. This, I'm like going, oh, maybe some of this is true. Like, you know, maybe something. And then you read it, you're like, oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> like it's so yeah. obvious that this is bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate <laughs> that it is like that, but, but I like yeah. to keep an open mind. Yeah. Hell yeah. I see that. I see the, 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 the truth in the yeah, or not the truth or the bigger picture. The honesty. There was honesty there. There was, you know, there was probably, there was clever editing or there was clever storytelling that kept you interested longer and not a lot happened overall, but mm. enough happened to mm. go, there's something there, like the the whole pan ritual thing and how I feel about it. And I still think about Hellier every day and go, this is, you know, I still feel part of that. Whereas yeah. with the with the Rock Warrens, there's none of those stories do I feel part of or feel that- No, I understand that. Yeah. I so I'm I'm kind of with you on that, but I I understand I feel, the perspective. I feel it's for me all of them, it doesn't matter what the actual thing they're talking about. It's the human connection of it Mm. because I've always been in that scenario where I'm like, this could be true or this could be. And it's when the ridicule comes where like, oh, I can't believe you believe in that. But I believed in it for a long time and I would argue my fucking heart out for it for a while. But even when now, if someone said, like say for instance, someone talked to me about Hellier, I'd just be like, 
But do you know what? Those fucking, like we said at the end of the last episode, those fucking people put their fucking soul and heart into, into what they wanted to do. And yeah, that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there, there's no fucking goblins, is there? And I'm just like, yeah, there is no goblins. But then I kind of like play it out like the person who's talking to me about it. I'm like, you're the fucking goblin, man. You're the person who's fucking like, just, you know, those little like barriers that you have to like put up to be this Let kind of person. people enjoy what they enjoy. Sort yeah, of exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you said, uh, what both of you said, man, like the further we go into this like little journey, the whatever we fucking started, I mean, it's a podcast, but we're learning all the time from like people. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fucking weird, weird commodities and yeah. campfire stories. That, yeah, and uh, it's fucking that, great. Like, yeah, the only people that know the truth are the ones that obviously invented the story, whether it be true or not. Like you just said, JJ, it's fucking great. It's great entertainment. Yeah. It's it's great those fun researching this stuff. <laughs> yeah, the Conjuring movies are great. Standalone as a standalone horror, if you had no idea of the history or anything yeah. about it, superb. Like and and Absolutely quite fantastic. original. And they're actually pretty like, scary. Like yeah. I oh, don't yeah. find I mean, many horror films man. scary, but they, they are, are like. But I was, it was the, it was the, the sun was out when I was watching it and I wasn't really paying that much attention, but fuck me. It was like a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, have you ever seen Jacob's Ladder? You know, he just like loses his mind inside his little box. No, I've not. <laughs> so, I can just imagine Ben like, <laughs> yeah. Ben's wife just like, what's wrong, Ben? He's like that clawing his fucking doors off and he's like, ah! <laughs> hey, time, Ben. It's summer 2021. He's like, I've been trapped in here forever. right we need to round this up though boys we're in the yeah, three hour do. mark here my face wow. is ready to fall off i thought your nose hasn't busted congratulations it hasn't yet which is nice which is good good news you look like the winner in a championship ufc fight yeah well, thank you sir it's all right just like habib next week hey
I think oh. I, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, I do. Habib's, he's a monster. Let's like absolute monster. He's, yeah, he's gonna knock him out. But Gaffey is like. He's, he's, mm. he's, he beat Ferguson. I thought Ferguson was the only one that could beat. Yeah, him. I thought Ferguson. Yeah, would but be he's the fighting one to for a fucking. He's fighting for a plastic belt. Who cares? Like you can buy yeah. one of them at Toy Master. I'll fight him. <laughs> I'll fight him for that. I would, <laughs> I would. Just if you listen, Gertie, I would fight him. Man. Yeah. Right. Uh, Do we want to? Uh, sorry, Ben. Go, go on. Yeah, I was going to say that was our take on the Warrens. Uh, please join the Discord and tell us what you think about the Warrens. I think Absolutely. We, we've always get some good interactions after each episode, really, which is really fun. I also just want to give a shout out to um, Pizza Eaters that, for the sh- for this shirt. That's a dope shirt, man. Not I bought it, so I'm not giving them a, a free shout out. I'm just saying, if you want to send me any more, you know where I am. And yeah. me, I'll have one. Sorry, and Siri, Siri wants one as well. Siri's, on, she, Siri's in on it. Oh, but yes. yeah, that was a uh, that was a great episode, boys, on the Warrens. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Do we have a perspective on the, the next one? I'm not. What do we fancy? One. I'm not picking next one. What do we fancy? Eh, Dean, it's your turn to pick. Is it? Oh yeah, you picked Hellier, didn't you? And then yeah. JJ's done this one. Um, yeah, because I did with... all the research on this one. I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm not, doing, with... I'm not doing any research next week. I'm gonna <laughs> go with um, Jack the Ripper. Ooh, yes, I'm, I knew it was coming because uh, we want to do, do that. Yeah. I want to do Jack the Ripper because I think that although although I don't think a lot of research is technically needed, you can find out so much in such like a little sort of time yeah. uh, perspective, which I think is great. You've got you've got a lot of um, uh, if I can find particularly the documentary that I remember watching was of a uh, I think it was a guy a, a Swedish reporter that came over to the uk he ended up uh opening a chain of furniture stores sorry opening a chain of furniture stores (laughs) yeah um he uh he managed to find out about a particular suspect who would even who was uh he was coined as either the unluckiest or or quite possibly the unluckiest innocent person like ever like how his how his work trail just happened to lead on the same route as to where every woman yeah. was killed or so. But hopefully we can get round to that. But I but don't know still want a grass, was it? It was no he, grass. He was no Stitches grass. Stitches get snitches. But, uh, yeah, get ho- snitches. Hopefully we'll get round to that in two weeks. Uh, yeah. I'd like to think that we do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Perfect. So, so uh, thank you. And please, yeah. if, you're, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please sign up to the Patreon. If you... Uh, want to get the early access and eventually live streams once we get someone who does the live stream level um and yeah thanks for being part thank of you ever podcast. so much great fun appreciate you all no it's bye bye uh yeah sign, put in a daddy up. stitch for me <laughs> get on the instagram is anyone doing the instagram anymore I'm... <laughs> oh i'm logged on to it i mean i've still i've still got it there <laughs> yeah, we're there's on the Instagram. There's just been no conspiracies, has there? There's like, it's been nothing. Uh, yeah, how Satan, uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. What happens? When it comes to it, in the, 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 the thing. Oh, maybe they did. Oh, look at this. It's a light brown. Yeah. Uh, oh. Perfect story. <laughs> <laughs> when I Definitely won't be the last We'd like to
Drug, yeah.